The excitement is building for the return of ACL Radio's Blues on the Green this year. Mark your calendar for two nights of music, food, and fun, Tuesday, June 11th and Wednesday, June 12th. We want to thank all of our sponsors, specifically Circuit of the Americas, for helping to keep ACL Radio's Blues on the Green free and open to the public in Zilker Park. Blues on the Green is an Austin tradition, and we look forward to seeing you again this summer. Indeed, it is Mornings with Matt and Bob. We are powered by Chewy. Speaking of Chewy, let's get the morning started with a little bit of lineup roll call. He's the man from Thrall that can do it all. He's been jamming soul and even some baby Michael Jackson in here for us this morning to get us in the mood to please. So innocent. So innocent for the accusations. For the actions. There he was. Now, we're talking about Michael right now. Now, Chewy is certainly not innocent. He's the man that uh, keeps us going on the ones and twos, keeps us on our toes. Going to say some other stuff, but I think that's just about it. That's that's it. All state, though, when it came to five-on-five football or something like that. Wow, that was good. That yeah. was good. He was good, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, guess what? He still is good. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chewy El Dorado. Thank you so much. Damn, it feels good. Let me turn that on. My headphones weren't high enough. Ladies and gentlemen, the fella in front of me is a multi-talented, multifaceted, family, man, entertainer. He's been in 90 sitcoms. Maybe you heard of it, Alf. Folks. He stopped touring his comedy career. He could be on every single platform right now, but he said, you know what? I got a family. I got to settle it down here for you. Giving you all the comedy here in Austin. The town he loves and grew up in, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Bennett. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, he'll be joining us in just a little bit. Uh, he's delayed this morning by, uh, you know, life. Life gets at you, but he is on his way here, ladies and gentlemen. He's a member of the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, and uh, he's a has a special place inside your heart and brain, Mr. Bob Fonts. Oh, oh, right as you said perfect my name. timing, right as you perfect said my name. timing. There he is. I it's Mr. Like Bob Fonseca. That was amazing. Is that what it feels that like? That was amazing. I thought you were going to be much later uh, from your message, no, and no, we but... were just we were just giving out a shout out. Right, and then literally, as I say his name, he run, turns the corner into the room Incredible. with a strut, too. Man, Perfect I thought time. you might be coming in here with a hunchback. No, and uh, in dour. Well, I didn't know what kind of morning you were having. Well, uh, I hit for, every red light. That's for, for you sure. to run even slightly behind is highly unusual. Well, for me to be here on time is a miracle, right? That's where you and I are the yin oh, and the yang. Oh, no, no. no. And so I thought, uh-oh, I hope he's not having a morning. I hope something bad there hasn't was, there happened. There were accidents and red lights and fog, and it was like, that's nature's way, man. I'm telling you. Hey, did you get a haircut? A little bit. I got a little bit of a trim. Hmm. You, got a little trim? you got a little trim? Yeah. Oh, are you unhappy? No, I'm not unhappy. I just, my hair won't, you know, I can't have rock star hair. Never have. What do you mean? He's not willing to... De- okay, when you're growing your hair out... By the way, Bob, who's had kind of like his head almost shaved half the time I've known him. Yeah. He's been letting his hair, his freak flag fly. Yeah. 
And I was like, uh, what's going on? He's like, I don't think I'm just going to grow my hair for a while. I said, awesome. I think what happened, though, there is a, there is a middle point. you got to make a decision. And you got to make a decision. But Bob has never been good with waiting. That's not for him. I think you should go with that Estonian dude's haircut. What's that? That right there? That looks good. That right-wing Estonian politician? Yeah, but my hair doesn't lay down. That's the problem. My hair now wants to just go straight up. It just wants to... I don't know why. It's like wiry. It just wants to... It won't fall. Hmm. Yeah, it takes, a little, it takes a moment. Yeah, well, I'm done. Okay, well, there you go, but ladies I, and gentlemen. Have you thought about putting... There you go, ladies and gentlemen. He's done. Getting it treated or treatment somehow? What, a perm? I have, like... No, no, no. I don't know if I have curly hair. I don't know how you would describe it. You can straighten it out. I had straight hair like that when I was a kid, and then it's somewhere in puberty or whatever. I don't know what happens, but... Uh, did you get chemotherapy? No, but yep. it just... Did you get chemotherapy? It started getting, like, wiry and curly and... You lived through the prime weird. Paul Mitchell era. Yeah, dude. And Maybe you just need to put some awafuhi on there. What's that? Have you ever thought about putting I some... Put some ashwagandha on it. Some Vidal Sassoon? That's what you need. I don't know, some man. I, don't care. I don't really care about. I mean, I know people that are obsessed with hair. I don't care. Yeah. Like I, whether I have it or I don't have it or it's whatever. I don't Crazy care. hair. Don't care. Don't care. All right. Then go doesn't ball. define go me. Go full John Travolta. It then. doesn't define something, me. Chewy. Something is going on over here in my my station. Something. John Travolta still don't look right. That's to me. Doesn't define me. Is that syrup on there? See, look. Like it's all now. It's like I have the old man haircut. Look oh, at me. Obsessed. You know, I have the, I have the, where's my suit? Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're, you're, looking, for, you're looking for me to go, nah, nah, nah. But I know what you're talking about. I know what's, I know what's bothering you there. Hmm. But it'll grow out from here. I needed to get Where'd you get a cut? Friend of mine. That place. I wouldn't say that's your friend anymore. Oh, stop. He's <laughs> a nice person. <laughs> Is his name Sam, and he's fantastic? <laughs> is that is, is that who he is? Man, that cut looks super. <laughs> Sporty, a little no, bit. No, dude, I'm teasing you, dude. You came in and you said, I got the old man cut. The All mayor's I'm doing, in the lounge. It actually does look fresh. Look the at mayor. the back. Dude, how, how can you be... What? I just, I'm still mad about you having a what? full head of hair. No. I'm Rick. look at that. I'm You know how old I am. Look, it's already mine's gone. Well, if that's Yeah, gone, but at least it lays down. I need a Mine goes up like my buddy, like the guy like a I don't know what it is. It just wants when to When are you gonna grow in a I want Chewy to grow in a big bushy beard. When are you gonna do that? I don't know. I wish my hair did like Freddie Fenders and was like poofy. It could be. You gotta grow it though. No, it, no, it, it it's never not. gives any. It does. How do you know? You ever grown it to get to have a wave in it? I've actually never let it grow out. Well, ever had a ponytail? I mean, I buzzed it before. Have you ever had a ponytail? No. Have you ever had a ponytail? I have. I, when I finally buzz it, it's not going to look bad. The if thing I, is, is it, it, it takes a long time to grow it out. You're going to spend a lot of lonely days and lonely nights waiting for it to grow out. I, if there's any hair places that do like shots or anything, like just. He can't. I mean, I'll do it for for the trade. Shots. Yeah, there's some that they do. Uh, I don't know. They take your blood and then mix it and then regenerates here. I don't know. Oh, like hair growth? Yeah, yeah, hair growth. Oh, shows. okay, okay. Does that work? 
I mean, yeah. I mean, some of the dermatologists. Would, Was that hymns or something? What is the what's no, the hymns? No, like real dermatologist stuff that'll help. You know, just find a good hat. Just find a good cap cut that you like. Should we find? That's the thing. Let's do a start doing joint reads. You and I will go to sales, and we'll find one of the we'll find one of the uh, the hair growth companies. And you and I will race and see who can who can get a better head of hair in in twelve months. Ooh, but we take two different hair growth companies. Do well, no, I don't want to. I mean, if they were, confident. I don't know the difference between all of them, dude. I don't know the difference. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I've always just accepted my fate since a youth. Wait, a youth? I'm coding it over. Since I was a youth. What's up with my? It's a. Uh, is that the right cord? Yeah. Sure about that? Yeah. You sure about that? It's Audio Technica. You sure about that? You sure about audio that? Audio Technica. You sure it just won't, about that? You sure about that? I got to break him in. All right. Um, all right. Well, now he's all set, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Bob is ready to rock and roll. Always ready to rock and roll. I was on the toilet last night. What's that? Nothing. But where? I mean, where did that come from? Like, I understand. Because I, I might have to. I don't know. Something in my stomach wasn't right. I, I, I think I ate this this caldo I made and then I reheated it and then you know put it in the fridge and then I heated it again and I think that might have been what did it it wasn't the Philly cheesesteaks or the biscuits and gravy yesterday so sorry that happened to you it's alright I didn't get a lot of sleep and I don't know why it happens then you know I think it's past can I say that it was probably the biscuits and gravy you think so? Why? It got you too? <laughs> I now I didn't have the biscuits and gravy yesterday and I was fine. Yeah, look at you. Still so there. In. That's like I was the You I, were the control. We have to apparently I I don't know. <sighs> apparently our if you weren't listening, if you're a morning listener and you weren't listening later in the show yesterday. We got a little cu- accusatory because there's a, there's some shoes in this building that we keep spotting underneath the wall of the lock-in, the sit-down part of the bathroom. Will someone get mad at them? Anytime we go in there, ah, there was some talk. Was some management talked to me yesterday when I was here. and I didn't think anybody listened. Are people listening to this? Wait, did we, get, did we get in trouble? Apparently, everybody is listening. Are we? No. Well... Apparently everybody's listening. Well, tell them Let me just say, or or that somebody when they hear something about the building, they call everybody and tell everybody to tune in. I don't know, but apparently now, it's a show. Well, some people think that we're getting too big for our britches. That we're jerks. That's inappropriate. Hey, if somebody has a problem or isn't feeling good, why would you d- uh, humiliate them by calling them out? I was like, we didn't call out anybody. We didn't call it anybody at all. We Everybody's anonymous. The problem we're having is they're anonymous. We can't talk to them in the hall and say, hey. Is this for real? The problem we're having is that too frequently people who are not in broadcast are using the broadcast toilet. We only have sometimes 30 to 80 seconds to do our business, and then we go in there and we see shoes. And the reason that we brought it up yesterday is we noticed that the sho- shoes tend to be dress shoes that are in there. And nobody in broadcast, we're a bunch of lowlifes. Nobody back here is wearing dress shoes. Well, yeah, it's we clearly run. somebody from management or, or from sales. We run fast, so we need... We have to be able to run fast in on. order to deuce, because we've got to be right back here. 
Oh. Is this for real or is this a show bit? What a show bit. I mean, you really got no, feedback? We, really ha- we, we got some feedback. Yeah. I'm sorry. Look, I'm not sorry. Look, we have to fight for ourselves. We do. And I'm not sorry either. All right, you ain't popping unless you got some haters. Right. Hey, thank you. Can All we right. put that on a shirt? You ain't popping unless you no, got... No, he said, less you got some haters. Unless you got some haters. He didn't even do unless. It's That's like... That's what we need. Mm, less. too many people liking us. Can I get a little more volume, by the way? Here um, No. You one, can't. Two, one, two, one, two. You can't. Check, you know why? Just tell me when. It's me. I'm talking. Right there. Joke. Thank Walker. You. Thank Walker, you. Walker. All right. I was all the way. I was all the way to the right. Oh, well, you ain't listening unless you got some. Unless you, you got some haters. You ain't. Something's up. With what? The sound? Yeah, because that just distorted when I. Is it too high? I don't know what's going on. Sounds great to me. First time it sounded great well, this entire year. Well, I'm not doubting that you have a cord. Are you using some new headphones over no, there? No, these are the one, these are my regular ones because those sounded horrible. Hmm. Well. Let's test him out on the Little Almond Brothers. How about that? All right. Click, click, boom's been fun this week. Uh, we found this clickbait of surprising things Americans don't know. Right. What are you laughing about? Nothing. Chewy thought Almond Brothers was Credence. <laughs> Did you hear him during the break? He's like, I like that song. I thought that was Credence. I didn't know Almond Brothers rock that hard. I, I just heard Jessica. You mean I, Sweet Melissa? I just heard Whipping Post. Uh, yeah, almonds are they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty rocking. They did a couple of slow songs, but they're pretty rocking. Mm. Way more than Credence. No, uh, come on, dude. Credence is mm, rough. <laughs> no, we we found all these things that uh, about Americans that uh, the things that Americans don't know, and they were kind of ridiculous. Over a quarter of Americans can't cook. Forty percent of Americans have no idea what the Fourth of July is about. Right. 70% of Americans can't identify what seafood they're eating. They're just like, I don't know. That's fish. They see food, they eat it. So uh, here's a good one that I'm really enjoying. So we're going to we keep rolling back into it, and I think we'll try to... I don't know if we'll get all week out of it, but... Here we go. Uh, there's a lot to know in the universe, and astronomy is by no means something widely taught throughout schools. But bare bones basics are usually covered early in science. Now... Uh, our friend right here, Mr. Bob Fonseca, actually, we were minor in astronomy at the University of Texas at Austin. I studied it all: quasars, zeniths, admirals, sonies. Okay, uh, can you des- can you describe then uh, very holes. quickly how our solar system works? What orbits around what? Our solar system? Yeah. Well, we have the sun in the middle, which is a star. Okay. I don't remember what classification of star is. Okay. Eventually, about 300 million years from now, it will go into the red giant stage. Yeah, and giving cons- me more than I need to it know. It will consume every planet. Just need to every know planet will burn up what in, orbits when, what? when it becomes larger than the solar system itself. What? Oh, and then uh, then there's planets that, that, that revolve around it. Congratulations. around it. Congratulations, you know more than 25% of Americans who don't know that the Earth orbits the sun. Now, what orbits the Earth? The moon. Yeah, people think that, I don't know what people think. And uh, as recently as 2012, 26% of people, when asked if the Earth went around the sun or the sun went around the Earth, got the answer wrong. Only 40% of respondents answered correctly that the universe began with an explosion, uh, otherwise known as the Big Bang. Only 48% were on board with the idea of humans evolving from a primitive species. 
Hmm. The entire survey asked 10 questions of 2,200 people. The average worked out uh, only about 65% correct answers. We don't, we're still, the, we, as a nation, we really like to question a lot of uh, the science behind. And now there's the new thing where we go, well, the science scientists don't know. But what about beyond the solar? Like, do they even know? Like, do you even know what the Milky Way is? When you look up, you have any idea what you're looking at, Chewy? No. Milk? <laughs> no. Do you know what the Milky Way is? It is a galaxy? Correct. You're um, looking at the edge of our galaxy. Well, yeah. one of the edges of our galaxy. Anyway, you're seeing through a bunch of... You're looking sideways. Looks like the galaxy is so like, what's a, the name of is the like galaxy a fried egg. That almost. spirals. That's called a, a spiraling galaxy. Now, what's the one that's like a tube? That's called a... a tube galaxy. A hot dog galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> Dong galaxy? Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's it's really weird when you start to sit down and go through how big the universe is. Your brain starts to break really just past Pluto. There's millions of galaxies. That's what's crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's billions of solar I read, systems. I read and one time just in our galaxy alone. Sorry, go ahead. I don't know if it's even true, but I read that the distance between so stars is so great. Like when you look at a galaxy, it just looks like a big ball of light, cluster of things. Right. Yeah. But the distance between stars is so great that they said that two galaxies. This is what I read: could pass through each other without any two any, stars yeah, hitting, touching. Yeah. Now that blows my mind right there. That makes me want to. And I'm not even, I didn't even he didn't even have bake. a brain. Yeah, I didn't even have a brain, really. <laughs> Think about that. I don't want to. It makes me Now, because anxiety. of gravity, that, that's not a thing that would happen. There would be some interference between the two. Makes me want to hang on to the or ground or something. And don't you have some galaxies out there that spin around each other? There's twin galaxies as well. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I know a girl who, I, I don't know her, know her well. I know the situation. Who, um... Had to call the police. She had taken uh, kind of some heroic doses of LSD, but then was watching, doc, had spent a day kind of watching documentaries about the, the mm -hmm. universe, and then decided that, that you know, as the earth was tilting, that she was sliding out of her apartment window. She could feel it. So, yeah, and she was worried because the, uh, the sliding glass door was open, so she was hanging on to the carpet. And she had been screaming, help, 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 I need help, I need help. Yeah. And another neighbor in the apartment was like, what's up? And they're like, help, please, please call help. And the police and the ambulance came, and they found her, and they're like, what's wrong? And she's like, I'm... she was holding on yeah. the carpet because she was going to slide out. Right. She was going to slide out of the sliding glass, she was gonna f and then fall well, off the true, earth though. and, I mean, and through the universe. I know what you can feel. That. I, there was a, I saw someone stand-up act on TV the other night, but I don't remember what the punchline was, but he did this whole build-up. He was talking about the incredible rate of speed that you're rotating. This this planet right. is rotating right now. The planet is also moving around the sun at, a, at an amazing rate of speed. The sun is moving the around, sun the, is moving around the, the, the galaxy. The galaxy. And the galaxy shooting through the universe in the you know ever expanding universe yeah. at millions of yeah. miles an hour. So don't tell me I'm not getting things done. <laughs> If I'm moving that quickly all the time, how am I? How am I not losing more weight? Right. Anyway, I do want you to let you know that that girl is okay. They uh, the EMS gave her a popsicle. Huh. Yeah. Uh, and here is a very sad, sad, sad. 
Uh, dang. Uh, 300 million people in the world, uh, here, with things that you don't know, don't know really another person. According to polls, 300 million people in the world, uh, that's close to the entire population of the United States, but this is spread out over the world, don't have a single friend. They don't have anyone they consider a friend. Over 20% of people feel like they don't have friends or family they can count on. Some of those people some of those people may be overly dramatic, but a lot of people, even whether they're being dramatic or not, it's still a very sad statistic. What is a friend, though? They're all just stabbing you in the back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm taking a philosophical... Like, what is a friend? Only 9% of boomers say they don't have a single friend. Once again, boomers are holding on to everything mm-hmm. too long. They're not releasing their grip. So there's no friends to be released for the millennials and the Zs because the uh, the boomers are hoarding it. I mean, are they good friends? Are they looking at that aspect? Like, are you a good friend, Mr. Boomer? Chewy says he's my friend, but he wouldn't drive me to the airport. He'd come up with some lame excuse. I'd drive you to the airport. I'm not going to help you move. That's where Not even if I move on to the... Even if it's a first floor apartment... When everything goes, I'll pitch in with some boxes, <laughs> some tape, and let's close this out today. Here's the last yeah. thing that Americans don't know: seven percent of the American population, about twenty-three million people, have never been on the internet. What? Are these like uncontacted tribes? Or? It well, sounds like it, right? Well, Starlink is going to change. They that, don't. Right? They don't know how to use the internet. They're not familiar. It's beyond them. Now, here should make you feel better. That. 25 of the, 25% of those people are over the age uh, 65. But uh it's a uh, that's shocking to me. That's a shockingly high number. How do you 7% of the people avoid it? I don't know. Can every it, does everybody have a jitter jitterbug phone or whatever that is? Maybe. How do you how do you get along in your life today not using the internet? Well, how did we get along before when you know we needed what? information? What like my father, my father might be time, one of these people. When was the last time you used the card catalog at the library? Do you remember that? When yeah. you needed to know something, you had to go to the library. I could still use the card catalog. Go to a catalog. card catalog. I could make it work. Hope that the book that had the information that you needed wasn't checked out. I'm, and then I'm read. Re- I'm looking at this, Ugh. and I think my father could be one of these people that do- that doesn't use the internet. I mean, he. I think he he wouldn't be a guy who's never used it, but he right. would be a person who doesn't use it. Doesn't have the time. He's yeah, doing just fine, he, though. I don't think he uses it. He's doing just fine. I don't think he uses it. Now that I'm thinking about it, I gotta have a conversation with him. He's doing just fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Well, I'm all gonna get on that thing. There's a bunch of freaks. Weirdos, idiots, people lying to each other. But he's the kind of guy that needs to be an influencer. Teach this generation a thing or two. Uh, you know what? I should I should create a TikTok channel of, uh, it should just be called Mean Practical Dad. Ray of Sunshine or something. Here's the deal, folks. If you ain't, if there ain't blood, you ain't hurt. You ain't hurt. And then that's the end. Of, that's how, that's how the TikToks work. It's just him giving, mm-hmm. I like it. Hey, here's the thing. I ain't worried about you. I'm worried about the other people out there. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a there's a guy out there no, that's, teaching. That's one thing. He goes, hey. Hey. Dad, I, I did. Hey. Hey, I, I don't care what you did. I ain't talking about you. I'm worried about your driving. I'm worried about the other drivers on the road. That's what you, where your head needs to get out of your ass and start thinking about that. 
Yeah, 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 you're a good driver. That's great. Guess what else is out there? Other drivers, it ain't. Oh, you go to him if you have, like, a big head. You're real confident in something. Oh, he just talks you down? Yeah. He's got oh, lots yeah. of... He's got lots of sayings. I think there's a space for dads on, on in the influencer world. Breakfast? You're burning, you're burning daylight already. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Hey, you don't need breakfast. You can eat when the work's done. Sound good? Oh, that's that's a whole account of those th- of those things. Uh, yeah, there's a dad that helps kids learn dad stuff, like you know, changing a tire and things like that. So there's room for that as well. Tough love. What other dad stuff is there? Uh, that's a great hey, topic. It's almost. Let's get into what other dad stuff is there. But can you float a QC real quick? Sure can. That's dad stuff. Pain. I think dad's got to teach what some basic. Some basic auto. The few dads that are on, it's all barbecue and smoking meat. And I appreciate it because, you know, I want to learn how to do all that. But, you know. There's some basic auto care. Here's how you change out your own wiper blades. Here's how you change out your own air filter. I have a question, though. Why don't you ever put the exact amount that of air into the tire that the tire says it should be? I was like, it's always like. If you go, right, and they go, oh, it's 34 pounds, and then they only put 30 pounds in. I don't like, what, Wait, what? what's the formula? What's happening? Is that the max? About? I don't think you're supposed to put the exact amount that Why the not? tire, I don't know, because the weather changes, your condition, driving conditions you change, can find, altitude changes. You can changes. find that out in uh, the book that's in your glove compartment with your car. Every manufacturer sets that. Yeah, but I think I always think that the, the amount that's on the tire itself, that's molded onto the tire, is too much. That tells you what that tire is made to run at and yeah. can can handle, but some manufacturers want to run just slightly below or above. Right, that's what on I'm how saying. They engineered the car. Plus, when it when the tire heats See, this up, this is for the dad. When chain. the tire heats up, this is for the dad. It's a, diff, it's a whole different pressure. Some basic. They'll tell you too when they put air in it. They go, "I'm going to put a little less in there because when you drive this, right yeah. in the next couple hours, it's going to come up." What do you expect from a dad? When, it, when it's cold, like we're going to head into, or we had, we're heading into now, everybody has to put air in their tires because because it's cold and your pressure drops. Pressure drop. Remember that song? Mm-mm. Under I, pressure is what I remember. No, so, pressure yeah, drop. A dad channel could also, I think, could teach some basic negotiating skills. Mm. Whether it be for, you know, advocating for yourself. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You go in there with a beggar's bowl, they know you need something from them. You go in there with your head held high, make them believe they need something from you. That's how it's done. My, my father never gave out, like, actual pro- practical one, two, three steps. Like, well, how do I do that? Do it, son. <laughs> do it. What I'm saying is you got to have, you know. It's really car repair as well as... Banking? Our dad's good at that. I've, I've always... Old school OGs, would, the wife usually handled all that. All right, then. Uh, buying a house? But making a housing big purchase. repair as well. I mean, I need to know. Buying a car. Fix that, this. Wouldn't yeah. that be a good thing? Buying yeah. a car? Uh-huh. Having a dad go, here's the thing. Here's, here's what you need to look at. Here's how you need to do it. And you tell him. You look him straight, straight in the eye. You look him straight in the goddamn eye and you say, I, ain't got, I, don't, want no under, I don't want no undercoat. You trying mm-hmm. to rip me off with that undercoat? Got one at home. Hey. If you if you were worried about the underside of the car, you should have sprayed it before you sold it to me, before you put it on a lot. That'd be good. 
what else can they teach? How to seduce a woman? Well, that's, I mean, that one's not going to work because for most dads, they're like, but don't get a girl pregnant. That's the extent of the talk that a dad has, I think, with most. Yeah, there's room for toxic fathers, too, I think. Because it's love at the mm. end of the day. Still love. I think it's even more love because it's not just huggy, kissy love. It's I'm trying to save your You're ass gonna love. You're going to get this right. I'm trying to save your ass love. Michael, why do I keep be- beating you with this belt? Because I want you to sing. I want Pretty. you to be the king of pop. Yeah. Not just some singer. You want to be the prince of pop? King. King of pop. Now come over here and let me beat you with this belt a little more. Hey, you want to end up like Tito? Is that who you want to be? Mm-mm. Is that who you want to be? Look at Tito over there. Oh. Do you want to end up like that <laughs> loser? Or do you want to end up king of pop? Look at him. He's all off the choreogra- choreography. Yeah. Do you want to be able to one day rise up and hold your baby over a balcony? Which which do you want? Now come over here and get across my knee so I can whoop you with his belt. I don't know. What would be on your dad's hand, Bob? Uh, how to adjust a television, how to ooh, how to ooh. how to calibrate a TV out of the ooh, box. TV, People just get a TV, they go to Best Buy, they get a TV, they bring it home, they plug it in. Ta-da! Guess what? You're not you're not seeing the best picture that TV has to offer. You got to calibrate it. I don't know how to do it, but you got to hire somebody for like a hundred bucks, come in and calibrate it, and turn off that damn eco switch that makes the TV look dark at night. Turn that off. That's the first thing I do when I go to a person's house. When they invite me into their home for dinner or something like that, when they're not looking, I grab their remote and I do some calibration on their TV while they're not looking. And they come back and they go, wow, that picture looks great. What happened? Uh, I turned off that stupid leaf, that green leaf, that eco mode. Mm-hmm. Stop saving the planet and enjoy your television. Yes, thank you, Bob. Yeah. And then I straighten a few pictures because people, do- does it drive you crazy? No, it doesn't crooked bother me pictures at all. in a house it doesn't bother me at all. I noticed you had a painting in your house Son the other day. Bitch, and it was crooked. I never there were too many people, so I couldn't slide over there and adjust it without you know inconspicuous you know without yeah. being noticed. Yeah. So I just let it. Where was it? It's that painting, just slightly off a couple degrees. Okay. Which painting? That one. There's multiple paintings in the house. The good one. Okay, well, I don't know which one. I, your taste-wise, I don't know which one it is the one that you like. I've got multiples in the house. Dads should also know basically how to wire a stereo system. Okay. Ooh. Do you know about wire polarity, Chewy? And TV wiring. Yeah. When you got to put it in the wall. Do you know what a spit-if is? Mm-mm. Oh, spit-if it's dry? Do you know the, diff- yeah. do you know the <laughs> difference between coaxial and optical? Mm-mm. Do you know what an HDMI does? Do you know what an eARC HDMI does? What's Mm-mm. the difference between an ARC HDMI and an HDMI? One has ARC in front of it. One's carrying uh, audio as One well. goes both ways, like you. <laughs> and then the last thing I think a dad needs to do is, is teach a teach kid how to bow up. Bow up, son. Dad, this kid keeps, these two kids keep hassling me. Oh, well, bow up. Oh. Get it in their face. Dad, they'll kick my ass. Well, then guess what? They'll kick your ass, but guess what they'll learn? They'll learn anytime they want to mess with you in the future, they're going to have to go, they're going to have to kick your ass again. Well, that sounds like something they might enjoy. Nah. Mm. Bow up. Teach them. I don't know. I mean, there's don't things. Walk, don't walk around with your, with your shoulders slung like that. Bow up, kid. Bow up. There should be some dads on the board of education. 
And then we, they help them decide what we need to be teaching in America. I'll tell you what we need to be teaching. To be teaching bowing up. Bowing up. Yeah, bow up. Yeah, basic gunplay, too, Dad should teach you about. What's Texas? I feel like we get that already. Dad, yeah, don't point that. I, I, I'll be honest with you, all kidding aside, I don't think we get that, and I think that's why we have so many shooting deaths. Well, there's, some, there's probably some people without deaths, too. So. My dad taught me that a gun is essentially a snake that's trying to kill you at all times. Yeah, and it's, it's a, always loaded. Always. Yeah, always. It's always I loaded. have a... Even if it's a not, a healthy it level of panicked respect around any firearm. I, I, in my brain, I feel like even if it's if it's on a table and it's pointed down range, mm-hmm. I still think at any moment it could spin around and shoot me. You wouldn't want to watch me spinning on my hip and my finger. You wouldn't let me do no, that. No, I wouldn't. On, and when I one, one time I was in a dorm and a guy did that, and I thought, my God, you Make me look cool. lunatic. I look cool. Zimmy is hitting the road again. I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's <laughs> Rock and Roll News. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Ah, this is good times. Great oldies. Rock and Roll News is here. I'm Rock's last great reporter. Uh, you can just call me Bob. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I've got all the headlines for you today. Some exciting news as your favorite rockers head back out on the road. Get their butts back in the studio and start cranking out. Some rock and roll. We got to keep it going, folks. We got to keep it going. People say rock is dead. Yeah, they have said that. But mm-hmm. but are they right? No, no, no. They're not right. They're just uh, they with yeah. They're just they're waiting for their table to uh, open up. Yeah. Um, they got that little thing. Oh, the buzzer. The buzzer. Yeah. And they're waiting for their table to open up, and then that's all. It's just it's just on hold. Okay. Is what I'm saying, oh, you nice. know, for a little bit. But we're getting back into it now. Let me get all my stories up. Several stories from my stringers. You know what a stringer is? That's a that's like a cub reporter. I got a lot of cub reporters out there that send me that send me important stories. But this one caught my eye, and I hope it'll open up. My favorite uh, artist of all time. Oh. I put him in. It goes, for me, it goes Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, slash Tom Petty, slash Lou Reed. You got Slash on there two slash, times? No, no, not Slash. Slash. I got to put a woman in there, though. Slash the Pretenders. I don't know. Bob Dylan. He's also known in, in circles as Zimmy. That's you know, right. I had dinner with his bass player one yeah, time. I did yeah. not know that. Yes. In New York City. In Manhattan. New York City. New York City. A friend of mine says, you want to go have dinner with uh, Bob Dylan's bass player? And I said, you know I do. <laughs> What's on the menu? Anyway, is super nice. Tony. He used to be, I think a long time ago, Tony uh, Garnier, I think is his name, was uh, with uh, Sleep at the Wheel a long time ago. Then he, then he hooked up with Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan will be back on the road this spring. Zimmy. His real name is Robert Zimmerman from Hibbing, Minnesota. Why'd he change it to Bob Dylan? Because who is going to buy a record from Robert Zimmerman? That's true. It doesn't have really the same ring to it as... Now, I don't. Right. where do you think Dylan came from, the name Dylan? Did he, did he, was he a... There's a story behind it. I don't remember. Dylan Thomas, perhaps, the writer... Rage, rage against the think, dying of the light. I think he wanted a name that. Re- I think it was Dylan. T- I think he wanted a name that represented something arty. You know, okay, like yeah. uh, a lot of people do that. Hmm. You know, like I named Caden his middle name. I gave him the middle name Vincent. 
because I was a, I'm a big Vincent Van Gogh fan. But now, where did he get the name Bob? Well, he was always Robert. Wait, Robert and Bob are related yeah. names? Wait a minute. Bob, are you actually a Robert Shh. Fonseca? Shh. That's my dad. Robert's Rock and Roll News? All right, the next leg <laughs> of this... <laughs> The next leg of his Rough and Rowdy Ways tour will begin on March 1st in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's Robert Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. I got to look into why a lot of tour. Why does every tour start in Florida? You're listening to Mornings with Matthew and Robert. It's got to be because it's so far to the coast and you can just make your way down the... I don't know. You're everything. listening to Mornings with Matthew and Robert. Powered by John Eric. A lot of tours start in Tampa for some reason. Maybe they're going east and working their way west. I don't know. Yeah. Has to do with routing, I guess. But anyway, he's going to start in Fort Lauderdale. Then Zimmy is going to go to Georgia and North Carolina, Louisville, or Louisville. I should say Nashville, Memphis, Tennessee. I'm sure there'll be an Austin stop. Well, there's a Dallas stop. Let's see if there's an Austin stop. Nope. Well, they'll put one in there. They'll see the... He'll see his, the evil of his ways. And uh, oh, Do you so. like that album, oh. Rough and Rowdy Ways? It's got I Contain Multitudes on it. That's a good song. It got me through the pandemic. It is actually a very good song. I I, I kind of felt like it was his last album. I thought he was kind of saying a goodbye with that I album. I thought so, too, but I, apparently not. Zimmy's, uh, I guess he, he keeps I, on going. Maybe he expected to die during the pandemic, and then it was like, ah, oh, hell, I, gotta, I guess I got to keep going. Yeah. Nice, uh, good question, Matt. On that, let's see who else. Billy Joel, yeah, it has been confirmed. He's got a new song coming out, February first. I uh, hinted at it a couple of days ago. Now I'm here to confirm it. Turn the lights back on will be released February one, and we can only hope that there are going to be more, more, more. albums from uh, the Piano Man. I, st- I still love that song, New York State of Mind. I listened to it on the way in the work today. How does it go? Huh? Come over here, piano man. That's a different one. Oh. Who does that one? That's Billy Joel. It's a different song. Same oh, artist. okay. You were doing some kind of weird, bizarre version of Piano Man. I don't know what that was. Piano I don't Man's know. a bizarre version of Piano Man. Oh, okay. Uh, Alice Cooper also teased that uh, Alice Cooper is going to have an expanded edition of Billion Dollar Baby. It's one of my favorite albums in high school. For one, the cover was super cool. It was like this green wallet. It was all textured like leather. The cover was, and it had rounded corners, and it had a bunch of stuff inside. It had a bunch of like posters and stuff like that, and had two great songs at least. Anyway, I have the details on that now. It's going to be out March 8th if you're into to vinyl or even the CD version, the two CD or three LP expanded trillion dollar deluxe edition reissue includes a disc of live recordings from the era, outtakes, and single versions. You can see the track listing below. Well, you can't, but I can. And it had no more Mr. Nice Guy, Elected, Hello Hooray. That's my theme song, No More Mr. Nice Guy. You ever said that to anybody? Uh, I've said No More Mr. Nice Guy. Feed My Frankenstein? Yeah, I've said that. I've also said I'm 18. Hmm. That's not on this album, though, I don't think. My apologies to wow. everyone involved. My favorite Alice Cooper song of all time, though, is Under My Wheels from the Killer album, the one with the snake on the cover. Yeah. That was a good album. Good album. Anyway, good on Alice Cooper. Uh, he's uh, based out of Phoenix, Arizona, likes to play golf, and his real name is Vincent Fernier. I never knew Psycho Killer was about him. The, the Talking Head song? Yeah. It is? Can you prove that? You can't. Yeah. You just listen. This is rock and roll news, man. 
You can't just go blurting out facts. I'll I'm going to fact check you on that. I'll uh, prove it to you. I'll pull I'm up a promotion, old promotion gonna, man show I did with Fred Myers. I'm going to. And he interviewed a. Uh, well, I trust Fred Myers. He's a friend of mine. He was a friend of mine before he was a friend, friend of yours. I think he. Uh, they worked at Warner Brothers, Asylum. We interviewed another A&R guy, I think. He's the guy that introduced me to all the guys in Van Halen. But Twice. on that show, they told they said that when they were talking, we were talking about Psycho Killer. That Van, that that I met Van Halen. No, I think it was about uh, Alice Cooper. So. Oh, yeah, Alice Cooper. I, I like Alice Cooper. I saw him about five, ten years ago, whatever. Unless I listened wrong. Moody Theater. <laughs> well, it's possible. It's possible. You could have been very high. But you know, hey, I'm not here to judge. Oh man, I hate to do this. I hate to bring the bad rock and roll news, but Woodstock star, she wasn't in the movie. I don't know why, but Woodstock star Melanie has died. Do you what? remember Melanie? Did uh, she do uh, the roller skate song? Uh-oh. Uh, where did you see that? Right. That's going to actually be a big thing for my family. Right here. Uh, singer Melanie, one of the nine women who performed at Woodstock in 1960. Boy, they didn't put many women in the movie, did they? Oh, I got I to gotta let my wife know. Her mother... Sometimes listens to Melanie and cries. Boy, her real name. You talk about Bob Dylan changing his yeah, name from no, Robert Zimmer. Yeah. Her real name is Anne Safka Sh- Shekirk. Broke through all her. Uh, she break through. She broke through with her 1970 song "Lay Down Candles in the Rain." But what else did she do? She had several more hits, including uh, brand, a new brand New Key. Pair That's the roller skate song. You got a brand new key. And a cover of the Rolling Stones' Ruby Tuesday in a career that began in 1967 and continued until her death. She's been working on what was to be her 36th. Why? I wish Martin Scorsese, who was an editor, he was a young kid and an editor on the Woodstock movie. Mm-hmm. One, of his first, one of his first film projects. That's pretty cool. I wish that he would, because he's got the power now. I wish they would go back and give us a, the full Woodstock movie. What do you mean? All, everything that happened. All the, got, the band, movie like, they made, the they band cut down was to there. Oh, okay. Like the t-shirt. What am I wearing? What the t- band. Why do I wear that? Because, because you like is it laundry day. No, because I'm Rock's last great reporter. Oh, my bad. Sorry. And I, I'm a big band fan. But the band was at Woodstock. They're not in the movie. Uh, Melanie was at Woodstock. She's not in the movie. There's a bunch of other big bands. That were, the Grateful Dead was there. I don't think they were in the movie. Right. Had to do with labels arguing and fighting. I wish, I wish Gersace would get everybody together that was involved and come out with a full, maybe make it a series so that we can see the whole thing. They filmed the whole thing. They Someone just didn't show it footage. to us. They said right, that's going to be my, put that on my, uh, Res- revolutions this this year. I'm going to try to get that going. I'm going to try to start a campaign. I want to see the full Woodstock in a 10-part series. All right. All right. We're all rock and roll news, Junior. Oh, my God. Let's do it. it now, the other day, by the way, rock and roll news, Junior, the news for the kids on the way to the dropout zone right now in the back of my, uh, mom's... Uh, uh, what is she driving today? She's driving a um, practical. Uh, I don't know. What's a, a practical cam- car? Yeah. Ultima. Ultima. I don't even know if they make the Ultima anymore. She's a anymore. single mother. What's a? Uh, I don't know. Highlander. Highlander. Okay. Toyota Highlander. That's a, like an SUV. Probably a hybrid edition of that. 
on the way to the dropout zone so the kids can do some learning today. Hey, kids, read lots of books and stay in school and start a band. Keep rock and roll going. Uh, yeah, uh, the other day I was, where was I? I was at Target. And I, while I'm... While I'm here, I might as well go look at the vinyl section. Every Target has a vinyl section. Kids Boy, I'll tell you what. Target, if you're listening, Target headquarters, if you're listening to the podcast or something, yeah, uh, you got to step up your vinyl game. I think they play us in Targets. Oh, hey. Uh, vinyl is more than just Taylor Swift records. And Wow. Yeah! And I've been looking at that same... What's his name? Burnham? What's his name? Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Burnham. I've been looking at the same Bo Burnham box set for two years there that's hey, not selling. Bob, there's a phone call for you. Who is it? Uh, just uh, say hello and they'll talk to you. Hello. Uh, hi, uh, Bob. This is uh, Target headquarters. <laughs> you got to step up your, your vinyl game. You really First like... of all, we want to let you know that you accuse us of listening on podcasts. We listen live. Just thought we'd let you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and you, had, you had an accusation? Something you, you never wanted mind. From us? That's beside the point. What was the thing that you wanted from us? I, I, I just step up your vinyl game. Get something interesting Bob, in there. Bob, how many red shirts do you own? Do you know how hard it is to find red shirts for all of the employees? We're, for all the employees, we are exhausted. Don't even get me started on do khaki you, pants. Do you think we have? Do you think we have time to refresh the vinyl? No one's buying vinyl anyway. Okay. They, the ones that are are buying it from uh, from record stores. They're not buying it from us. We put it in there to look kind of hip. But now we're, we're trying to find. And one of us was stupid enough to put an Ulta store in the middle. And now we've, we're just overrun with tweens, and we don't know what to do. Okay, <laughs> so why don't you have a little compassion for us once and for all? I'm sorry, Tarjay. I'm what? sorry. Release the Target dogs. And scene. Very good, Matt. Nicely done. Now, and the re- reason I bring that up because a, a young a young person came up to me and said, "Are you Bob?" And I said, "You know it." Why? Sure. That's, that's but, my name. But, but my actual name is Robert. Don't wear it out. That's my name. Look up the number. And he said, "Can I ask you a question?" I, I said, "Of course you can, young man." Uh, is it true that you had sex with children on Epstein's island? Stop. Well, this is Rock and Roll News Junior now. Be c- I'm sorry, parents. He knows, for he knows not what he does. Uh, he said, "Hey, whatever happened to the Wiggles?" I well, that's that's a damn good Which question. Sounds like the same question I asked. That's, <laughs> were they, that's a good question. What happened to Australia's Wiggles? Were they rock and roll? You know it. That was some. That was some kids' first uh, first attempt. Uh, first. You know, rock and roll act. They were disruptors, man. And they didn't just wear red t-shirts. They mixed up the colors. They had blue and yellow and red and purple. I think they took the money and ran. But did you know the Wiggles that were formed in 1991? Anthony Field was the founder. He had the idea to make children's albums. And the lineup included Anthony, Murray, Greg, and... and There was one more. I thought there were four Wiggles. What was the other one? I don't know. No, this story's letting me down here. Anyway, uh, anyway, they sold over 30 million albums and DVDs, 8 million books. That's insane, dude. That's 2 billion insane. music streams, 3 billion views on YouTube, 18 gold records, 13 platinum records, 3 double platinum records. And uh, lots of awards, including Best Australian Live Act, and that had a hurt ACDC that year. Wow, yeah. that had a, that had a that had a send ACDC reeling. Sorry, Jim Jeffries. We lost to the Regos. Back in Rainbow. Who were the Regos? 
anyway, the journey continues. They're still out there. They're still out there touring and stuff, kids. Well, that's so, great news. Uh, they're like, they have like eight members now, including four girls. That's cool. The legacy continues. I don't have all the names. I do, but it would take me too long. All right, I'll tell you what. The current Wiggles lineup includes Anthony, the, the founder, along with Tache, Lat- Lackey, Simon, Evie, John, Katerina, and Lucia. So it's good to see Wiggles, uh, girl Wiggles in the lineup. Are they called Giggles? Wow, that's no, how can't wiggles. they just be wiggles? Girl wiggles, get it? No, I, no, they're not girl wiggles. They're called wiggles. Okay, dude. Why do you have to? Wow, just wow. So you, and they, I bet you'd want to pay these wiggles seventy cents for every dollar. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. I can't figure out what the original fourth wiggles name was though. Jeff was my favorite. And Jeff was everybody's yeah! favorite. Jeff. So it was Anthony. <laughs> Murray, Greg, and Jeff. Yeah, that's what it was. Those were the four originals. All right, thank you. It's time for the Rock and Roll News Salute. Yeah! And I'm glad I could bring you that history lesson, kids. And I'm sorry for what Matt blurted out. That was just wrong, and you should... I didn't realize we'd moved you into should, Junior. You should forget it, okay? It's the, just the Junior's so close to the rest of the Rock and Roll News. Uh, I want to send this out to my stringer, Michael Samaripa. I didn't get to your story today about Disturbed. I'll probably hit it tomorrow. It's about a 13-year-old fan and uh, in Green Bay. Anyway, I'll do that story tomorrow. Thank you so much for supplying me with some rock and roll news. But we got carried away with the Wiggles talk and all that and, and Melanie, the sad news. And Sing us out, Chewy. All right. Oh, my goodness. This one goes out to Melanie. It's going to be a great spring. Yeah, we dedicate this we, to Melanie. Listen, that roller skate song, that brand new key was pretty cool. I, I don't know why I saw, thought she worked with, with Paul McCartney, but that probably never happened. That was some uh, that was somebody else. That was somebody else. But, uh, hey, rock and roll saved my life. I can it can save yours. And uh, put it on eleven today. Listen to something good in your car or at home, and just kick back and relax like the Maxell guy did. You know, in the chair, listening to the speakers with his yeah. hair flying back. Be that dude. For once in your life. I was overdosing right. on audio. I got to go. I got to head back to the lobby and wait for the limo. All right. Hey. We'll see you later, Bob. All right. I'm going to continue. Mornings with Matt and Bob powered by Chewy on the mighty KLBJ FM. 50 years. 51 years of rock now. Right. Wow. That's a lot of rock. Um... I want to continue in a musical theme because I was thinking about this yesterday. I have great thoughts when I'm driving around. I don't know if you know that. Do you guys think a lot when you're driving? Yes. It's probably why I'm such a bad driver. I'm bless you. You okay, Chew? You all right? Chew, you okay? Yeah, I'll just sneeze. You all right? Um, that was a sneeze? Mm-hmm. I thought we'd never done this topic before. We never thought about this. Have you ever thought about Mm-mm. the great songs that have whistling in them? Uh, no. I thought we've done we've done every other instrument. Great, great Rolling Stones, fifty greatest, five hundred greatest guitar players, greatest keyboard players, greatest bass players. Paul McCartney, James Jamerson, the Rush guy. Um, hmm. I don't know. When you start thinking about it, there's a lot of songs, including rock songs, that have whistling. I just... Now... The Joker is the only yeah, one. Yeah, can it just be like at the very beginning? It can goes, be at the beginning and the end all through. I have the list of 15 best whistling songs of all time. Because I researched it. I went to the library. 
Well, I went about, the, I I about three facts. minutes here. What do you got? Wait, wait. Now, well, I, I we, feel we can like come this, back to it later if you. I just think it's fascinating. Well, We've I'm never actually copied. really interested in this now, and I don't want to short shirt it. I'm, oh God! Did you hear that hiccup? Oh my goodness! Wait a minute! You're you're hiccuping and he's sneezing. Yeah, we're about to die in here, man. I'm about to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, what I'm wondering, I'm trying to think because they uh, okay, there was a GNR song, uh, Patience. Yeah. Uh, on the list. Okay. Number 15. Of Okay, I'm trying to think of songs. Uh, that, what's that Gorky Park song? Yeah. Take me to the magic of the moment, to the glory night, where they cheated out tomorrow. Something, something. Is that to Gorky the Park? Chain. I think it's called Gorky Park, yeah. Where is that? In Russia? It is in Russia. Yes. Mother Russia. Mother Russia. Well, we can do it later. Two uh, maybe, maybe we'll do it as an open up the phone topic and let people later tell us what their favorite whistling well, rock and roll song is. Because there's time. a bunch of them. Some of your favorite bands. Two shorts below the whistle. Oh, you know what else is going to be on there? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I don't even know if that made the list. One of my favorites. Centerfold. Centerfold. Oh. It's way high on that. I it's bet like, that one. Okay, it's like, yeah. Well, don't tell us where okay, they are. All right. I'm just saying now that I'm thinking about it. When you first said it, I was like, "There's no songs with whistling." No, there's a, the best songs have whistling. It turns out that a lot of the best so- the best songs also have hand claps. So a lot of times we don't realize how many claps so, there are. Sometimes though, you can't tell the difference between wood blocks and hand claps. Oh, I can't. Same sound. Just make it clap. <clears throat> Sean Paul taught us that. Maybe we'll do it as a topic later on. Let the people weigh in. We could do it later favorite, tomorrow. I mean, with their whistling song. I want Make the time it a Bob Fonseca about question it. of the day. It's fascinating when you delve into it. When you do a deep dive into whistling songs, it's like, oh, there's some really great ones. Hmm. That's actually really. So you were just driving around yesterday. Yeah. Now what's I think smart, I must have heard something. I must have heard a song. Were you had listening to it? it? Yeah. Were you? I, well, you must have. You don't have a defined moment where you're like, oh, I definitely was heard I, a whistling song. I'd have to go it? back and listen to the playlist that I was listening to on Tidal or something. Or I, maybe I heard it on the radio. I don't know. Maybe I heard it right here. Well, I'm certainly... On the L.A. Lloyd show. Okay, hang on. Songs with whistling. I'm not, I promise you I'm not going to Google it or anything. So if you're an all-day listener, if you're an all-morning listener, weigh in. Think about it. And, and then maybe we'll, later, and then, no. Well, we might open we have up a the guess. Yeah. You you managed to get Jim on the horn from uh, Renegade. Renegade. He's supposed to come in today. I don't know. I haven't heard a confirmation uh, that that's happening. But it's but that's supposed to happen at like eight. It's, could we move it to like nine o'clock or something? Yeah, move yeah. it at nine o'clock. Yeah. I just wanted to plant the seed. This is called uh, this is called a tease in show business. Planting the seed. Okay, so teasing to nine o'clock. And what you're saying is, are there songs? That yeah, because three minutes wasn't enough to cover. The best, I yeah, I, I wanted that, to, that deserves a full mm-hmm. layout. Mm-hmm. It's an instrument. The voice is an instrument. The whistling, but is, is the an whist- is whistling a voice? It's not, it's it's not, not a, a voice. voice, is it? What is it? It's not an instrument, and it's not a voice. What is it? It's organic. It comes from your body. How can some people can whistle a tune and melody, I can't whistle. and some people can't? I don't have I don't have enough air pressure. To, Oh, that's another one. I just did. An, I just did the first three notes of another one. Oh, I didn't hear. I didn't quite catch it. I was. I think he's trying to whistle something, but I. Little pitchy dog. Uh, I don't know. 
Oh, that's isn't that from like a a, a movie? That's uh, Billy Joel's The Stranger. Is that what that was? <laughs> All right. This could be fun. All right. We'll have fun with it later. In fact, you're such a bad whistler that I think that when we do oh, use well, it later, yeah. you should whistle out the songs and we see if we can guess them from be the our top contest. 15. All right. yeah, it should be our contest for the day or whatever. All right. Damn, boy. Lean in now for some... Damn, boy. Thick, boy. Thick headlines. All right, my friends, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, these are the Austin area headlines at 750-esque, and time to uh, dive into them. And uh, we've got some uh, some sad ones, some good ones, some, uh, some I don't know, palate cleansers. I don't know where to start on this one. I guess we'll, well, let's get the bad news out of the way. How about that? Thank mm-hmm. you. Bad news out of the way. I like that. A child and an adult were shot during an apparent road rage incident uh, on Ben White. And uh, I, we don't talk about shootings. We don't bring them up because it's not really a morning time thing, except that officers are asking for help. And I know that we have to have, have some listeners that may have observed some of this and can help. They need a little bit more information. They're asking for people to reach out to AustinCrimestoppers.org. And I know that sometimes people are reticent to do that and get involved. But um, somebody in a gray Volkswagen cut off another car. A guy got out of the car, leveled a gun, and shot a person and a child in a car. And this happened, uh, I think, uh, Tuesday, January 22nd, at 5.37, so in the middle of rush hour. I'm stunned. Also, I'm only seeing the story days later. I remember the time that there was a shooting and a road rage incident here in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And it's all the city talked about for like two weeks. Like, how is this happening to the city? Right. Now we're growing to a point, and it makes me a little uh, nostalgic for some simpler times when... It's on page six now. We're on the back page now. Yeah, but this happened on West Ben White, uh, ben White Boulevard going eastbound, the 1300 block of West Ben White Boulevard going eastbound. And uh, somebody, I'm sure, saw this... Maybe saw where the people were headed. I'm sure you didn't follow him because they we just seen them pop off shots. But uh, they're looking for two men. And you can reach out to AustinCrimestoppers.org. Um, I mean, they have that reward of $1,000. I don't think that really motivates. $1, I don't think that motivates anybody anymore. Yeah, well, that's just the standard reward that Austin Crime Stoppers has. I don't think that motivates anybody. There's no cameras to catch these cowards. I, like, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. So crazy. I don't know. I just saw that, and I wanted to reach out because I don't think I I don't think that our city should get to a point where someone is shooting children and we gloss mm-hmm. over it. So, like I said, we had one. Now let's get the let's get a palate cleanser out there. Okay, All let right. me see if I can find something that feels that feels less. Something that feels less uncomfortable. Yeah, I just feel better. An American Airlines flight to Austin was uh, delayed because of a farting passenger. Oh, this thing made national news. That's right. A man, uh, it was a, a flight that was supposed to leave Phoenix and come to Austin. It was uh, delayed, however. A uh, man was audibly disgruntled about something, and uh, he was grumbling about something under his breath. It turns out he was upset about a passenger next to him. The Redditor said they overheard a disgruntled man saying, you thought that was rude. Well, how about this smell? And then a guy 
ripped another on somebody else. The people were fighting, and they decided to, well, a guy decided to f- continue the fight by farting on somebody. That's chemical warfare. It is exactly that, chemical warfare. Flight attendants had to reportedly intervene to calm the disgruntled man, Redditor, uh, who was reporting on this. The plane had toward the runway. It stopped. It was announced that the plane was returning to the gate. Upon the arrival, the Redditor says the overheard a flight attendant inform the disgruntled man that he would not be able to remain on the flight. Wait a minute. Who was disgruntled? There were two people barking at each other. Yeah, but they sound like they were both. One one had an issue, well, no, medical was, issue, and well, the other was angry that he was smelling. We don't know what started. What we know is because it's coming from Reddit. What we know is there was one person was gruntled. Another was disgruntled. Okay. And that always leads to a fight. Don't eat the airport food. That's the problem. That guy could just do it on command? Yeah. How bad was... Man, I don't know. I, look, I'm just trying to clear, I know. I'm just trying to clear the air from the previous story. I know. I got a whiff of that story yesterday on the national news. I think Did AB, you? I think ABC picked. I mean, come on. Of course they're going to pick that well, up. Well, originally it was bubbling up, but I think it's really come to the surface. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's the way that one works. Really? Yeah. Uh, Nike says that they want to open fitness centers. Hey, Chewy, you you work out. You go to gyms. You go to that gym where um, body yaddy yaddy. Megan Thee Stallion has no legs, right? Yeah, I still haven't seen her there yet. Now, let me ask you a question. Would you go to a Nike? Would you think that Nike would put more research or more brand or just branding into it? There's part of me that thinks Nike will be more expensive than Lifetime Fitness and On It put together. Is On It expensive? Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't I feel like look inexpensive. I, it doesn't look inexpensive, does it? Uh, the company, which already operates Nike stores in Central Texas, is planning to open Nike Studios Fitness Centers, one by Camp Mabry, one by the Triangle off 45th Street, and, uh, <coughs> and I guess those two are the first where they're going to start. Membership-based centers. Uh, they're going to be run with the firm FitLab. They're all on the West Coast and apparently have been doing well, so they're just, it's, you know how it goes now. Anything that does well on the West Coast, they yeah. immediately say, let's expand. Well, let's go to our favorite, Our let's go to our favorite California city. What's the number one city in California? Austin. Austin, Austin Texas. Texas. Correct. That is the number one city in California. Uh, they say that they'll be playing blood pumping tunes. They've got a springy Nike grind floor. What does that mean? Uh, I think they grind up old souls. Oh, okay. Actual souls. This sounds expensive. No, already. they grind up the souls of former Austinites <laughs> and use them in the floor. Sounds expensive. I'm looking at it. They it, they sent out a uh, press release, and the press release is just like it's not for me. Let me put it that Question, way. Question: You have to be on brand with what you wear when you go. Yeah, can I go? If you remember, can you? I will. Because I still have K Swiss. If they open and they do free, like a like a, a free tryout thing. Yeah. I want to send Chewy one day, but he can only wear, like, really, what's the brand of, of fitness clothes they have at, uh, like, at Walmart and Target? Yeah. I know what you're saying. What they got, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I want you to Haynes. go. Jerseys. Yeah, I want you to go in something that's loudly not. And then I also want you to loudly fart on people and go, you think that's rude? Well, how about this smell? I'm curious as to what they'll have. I don't know. Will it be, like, real athlete, athlete type stuff? I'm just wondering why they would bother to get into this space when they're so successful already. Uh, here's my last story for the morning. You hear that? Yeah, Bob, like, does, does that look different to you? It's thinner. And it's stapled. And it's square. 
The Austin, almost, the, almost the Austin Chronicle has a complete reboot this morning. Picked one up coming in this morning. Then I read uh, inside of it right when I open it up. Yep, something is different. And then there's even a note from the associate publisher, which I've never seen it before. It looks like it's 12 pages. Yeah, well, Bob. What was like, I haven't picked up one in a while. Well, uh, let me, let's say this. There was a time in this... Actually, you want to chat a little bit about the the Chronicle? Sure. Do I think we have a float? Let's do okay. a float. Then we'll we'll do a a, a personality segment, and then uh, I just got note that uh, the Jim from Renegade uh, has just hit the front door. We'll bring him in here. Uh, you got your Austin area headlines, and we'll we'll dive in a little deeper in one. I, look, the city the city of Austin isn't the city of Austin without the Austin Chronicle. No matter my personal feelings on the Austin Chronicle, and it has gone through some changes over the years. I remember when there. Well, I remember their little office, the little office that could that was mm-hmm. over in West Campus for a long time near the uh, the Taco Bell. Yeah. Taco Bell. Taco and, Bell. And uh, they were the alternative weekly, mm-hmm. and they really were a part of the zeitgeist. You, there wasn't a Thursday that went by where everybody wasn't grabbing the Chronicle to find out what are you going to do this weekend, right? If Before, you wanted to know what you were doing that weekend, you were going straight to the Chronicle to find out what you were doing that weekend. Mm-hmm. And the recommendeds page could make or break shows. And then all the personals in the back got interesting. Well, that's true, too. I forgot about that part. Also, one of the greatest things, because there was no internet. Well, prior to the internet, you couldn't see comment threads and people bitching and moaning. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite things about the Chronicle was to open it up to the letters of the editor. Oh, right. And the stuff that people would complain about was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Michael Blue Jay, I still remember you. Michael Blue Jay would write write in all the time. He was a biking, a bicycle advocate, and the stuff that he would write about was amazing. That he was requesting for bicycles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I remember that all car drivers should be yeah. pulled out of their cars and murdered. And uh, <laughs> and I I I loved Michael Blue Jay. I don't rip or or maybe not rip. I don't know where he is. That said, at a certain point, I started having some business problems with the Chronicle. Uh-oh. And then also the Chronicle just... I didn't leave the Chronicle. The Chronicle left me. Because they wouldn't give you an award for your comedy? No, they actually... I'm going to be... Look, the Chronicle's very polite to me. We've been, I think we were on the cover twice. I, I've been on the cover of the Chronicle, and the Chronicle awarded me not only readers, readers polls for best comic, but the, for a, a couple of times, I actually saw it as a bigger prize even than the readers polls. But a couple of times, the... Um, what are they called? The critics gave mm-hmm. me awards. Look, I've, I've been close and far. I, I had a, a particular issue because, you know, it's no secret. For a long time, I was trying to help build a, a scene here, a comedy scene in the city. And I felt like we had some really good talent. And I was pitching stories, and they weren't mm-hmm. being accepted. And, and I started to get kind of gruntled. Mm-hmm. I wasn't fully disgruntled, but I was gruntled about, you know, I I talked to one of the, and I said, hey, look, over the last two years, seven Austin comics in this scene have gotten onto Comedy Central. Because that feels like, that feels like a a story. Right. What's happening? Something's bubbling up. Seven Austin comics in two seasons of Premium Blend have made it, and the response, I still remember, was an email that said, well, then how hard can it be? Wow. And I took offense well, to the fact that I took offense to the fact that at the time the Austin Chronicle was championing bands I had never heard of mm-hmm. and then it would it would write a cover story because a band had been signed to a label. And it's like being signed to a be, label mean that's a, that's an excuse to that's, that's literally not even that's literally that's a license saying, to lose money. That's literally if you've been signed to a label that means okay, so they got a bank loan? Yeah. They got a bank right, loan? Right. Why is that a story right. when we have I went one time and said, well, when there was a lot of stuff happening in the city with 
Black Lives Matter, stuff like that. And at the time, the three hottest comics in the, in the city were all people of color. And I said, look, this is a story. Mm-hmm. We're talking about how the fact that black Americans are moving out of Austin. Yeah. And a story is three of the hottest acts right now in this city are black. Well, I think and it wasn't covered, and, and so I, I, I got I got kind of butt hurt for a while. I'm I guess they it. felt like it wasn't your job to bring them stories. Maybe that was their job. They're the story people. Look, I think yeah, that you were trying be, to no, help them out. But I don't know. Look, I've never worked in. How many times are we pitch things that we can't well, use here? I was the editor of Applause Magazine for four years. That's not a real thing. Sixty thousand subscribers. What is Applause Magazine? The Frank Irwin Center magazine that went into 60,000 homes every Okay, they, those every weren't month. subscribers. Those are people who bought tickets and then you just mailed stuff to them. Okay, but still, <laughs> I was the editor of that. I'm not, I, didn't, I did not bring this up to bitch and moan. I, was a great... I, br- I brought this up actually to say, no, I think what happened is that the Chronicle, as they were growing, realized that there were the alter- uh, alternative groups of people in the city were being more and more ignored, and they needed yeah. to lean more and more into shining a light on those folks, right. right? And that's where I realized, hey, I'm fighting a goofy fight here because deep down, they're probably doing a really good service to the mm-hmm. city, right? Because mm-hmm. there were people who were being almost disappeared. They haven't had us on the cover. I'm assuming they don't know what they're talking about. Well, well this lineup has not been on the cover, and uh, it hasn't been mentioned. They didn't, even when it, we got when it relaunched and went straight to number one and all that. Yeah, I, yeah. It, look, this I'm sounds like we're bitching a motor. That's what I want to say is the one thing they have done is if you look at city after city after city around this country, the weekly alternative has disappeared. Right. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Why and the f- they've done the incredibly good and hard work of keeping the Chronicle afloat. Now, the TxDOT is shutting down the Chronicle office so that they can expand I-35 and we can get into a whole other debate whether that's a good idea for the city. Right. But why the format change? Why'd they go more square? And it, it, I guess uh, it always had staples? No, the staples came about about a decade ago. It didn't used to always have staples. Hmm. There, was, there, there are two things that will always remain true about the Austin Chronicle. They will always lean into finding some of the bubbling up underground stories that you didn't know you needed to know about. And that's where I'll give them credit. I learn a lot of stuff from them. And the second thing that you'll always know about the Chronicle is that there is no one who is less loved in the city than the top Chronicle. What do you mean? If you go to any Chronicle stand right now. No. The top one is all kind of wrinkled up, yeah. right? Because the way it got banded, mm-hmm. and no one ever picks that one up. They leave it, and they go to the Chronicle underneath. And you'll watch the same top Chronicle sit in the in the magazine stand for the entire week. Can I as confess? It, as it gets shorter and shorter underneath. Can I confess something? I used the Chronicle as a hat in the rain the other day when I left the station. See? People are still using the Chronicle. <laughs> Don't be a dick. I, what? I did! <laughs> anyway... They're changing and up now the Chronicle. It's a square format. It's They're more modernizing. Coverage. Perfect. They're modernizing. They're getting with yes. what's, what's going on. Uh, I already see some really good stories, and they're making. I think honestly, too. I think they're really. Are they getting more into, political? No, they've always been a bit, uh, quite no. a bit political. But when I'm reading through it, it looks like they're also leaning into maybe. It looks like they're going to do one really big deep dive story, which is called journalism. Yeah. Which is harder and harder to find because, frankly, nobody's paying journalists. What they need to be paid anymore. It looks like they're going to do one really good deep dive story. And then they're going to take a lot of stuff, tighten it up, because they realize that people have gotten retrained by the Internet. Oh, Moon Tower bought a full page. It looks good, dude. It looks good. It looks clean. Every page looks is crisp. color. Now, in the old days, it, it's all only certain pages right. were color. 
they've it's it's much well more well laid out too the uh, the what what you should do. See, remember we used to always go to the section of what was the calendar section, mm-hmm. but the calendar section would just be oh you. There was the film section, and you could go to the film calendar section. There was the art section, and you could go to the calendar. Can I ask you a question? This is now just calendar all across, and I'm looking at it, and it looks good. You seem so uh, well-versed about the, Can I ask you a question? Is there a forum section? A forum section? Yeah, dear, dear Chronicle, I can't believe this happened to me. <laughs> you know, babysitter, whatever. Look at the size of this photo of Moshe Kasher. What is he doing? Well, he wrote a book? Mm-hmm. New memoir called Subculture Vulture. He's going to be at Book People on Tuesday. I don't know. We, don't had, know. we should have Moshe in here. I don't know. Great comic. Oh, he's a comic. Yeah. He's married in the Well, Nicasa I'm glad Legero. you're excited about Are that. you nice? Well, you know, it's... I haven't picked one up in 20 years since I was on the cover or something. I don't know. I think I've got some. always about you, isn't it? No, I just... Always got to be about you. I'm oh. sorry. Did I hurt your feelings just now? I didn't mean to. No. Well, look, without the Chronicle, the city would, I believe, collapse. Well, that's all I'll say. Oh, you mentioned and I'm excited about this. I just don't know who has time to read anymore. Did you, so you, don't, you, don't, you never poop at all? Yeah, but you just go headlines. just want headlines. That's what, that's what I'm telling you. They're getting more poop friendly. Okay. I believe you. Plus, these, I'm gonna pa- give it a, I'm gonna these give pages it a... back here with all the legal notices, yeah. you can wipe with those. <laughs> I just wonder why the format. I guess more economical. I don't know, dude. How hard is is it to put out an actual public, an actual? That's like the size of a record. Publish. I kind of like. Is that why they did it? Maybe I don't know. Who's on the phone? Uh, let's take a listen. Caller. Caller. Morning, guys. So uh, everything I learned in life was from uh, the Mr. Smarty Pants. Yeah. Little cartoon, but uh, Matt, send uh, Chewy to uh, that Nike workout place in uh, really bright gold gym gear. Gold what? Gold gym. <laughs> okay. That's actually, you're right. That's what we got to do. Perfect. Mm. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let's hear from James. James. Uh, yeah. Uh, good morning, everyone. Good morning, uh, Miss. So, uh, you know, we're talking about the Austin Chronicle. I have lived in three major cities in my life. I've lived in Chicago, Los Angeles, and Austin. Ooh, look at me. I'm James. I live in all the big, fun cities. Look at me. I know. Uh, So Chicago, you had the Reader. Los Angeles, you had LA Weekly. And then Austin, you had the Chronicle. And I miss it. You miss the Chronicle? Well, I I miss just going to a city and getting, like, that free magazine. Right. They told you what to do. And they told you what to do and i used to be a theater actor um yeah very Tom. cool uh so cool um and if you got a sorry for your loss that in one of those magazines right like your week was set absolutely absolutely and you uh, you, and you make a good point when i was on the road as a, as a comic if i got to a city i looked for whatever their alternative weekly was to know a did my show get listed? Will I will I actually have a crowd, or will I have to deal with a manager who's like, "Where the hell is everybody?" <laughs> uh, but secondly, that's how I'd find out. Like, oh, what can I go? Where can I go during the day to get food and stuff like that? You know, where can I find a great cover band? <laughs> yes, exactly. And beer. All right, love you guys. Talk Thank to you. Uh, here's the thing: I recommend everybody uh, 
when you go to your HEB today or your corner uh, stop and rob or whatever, pick up the new Chronicle. Check it out. Uh, Re-familiarize re, re yourself with the Chronicle. It is pretty amazing that they've kept it going, and uh, I think they could... Uh, oh, I'm going to read my horoscope. Fall, fall in love with the Chronicle again. It, uh, it, they're, they're, they're obviously putting a lot of effort into uh, this rebrand and redo. And uh, I think you should pick it up and take a look at it. And a lot of your stuff that you've loved forever, like free will astrology, is still in there. And uh, in this modern world, and a bunch of other stuff that, that is your your friend. And there's some new stuff. And I think that they should be applauded for for sticking around, keeping them their heads above water, staying alive, still being around. I'll read them once we're in there. It is, don't do that. Don't do that. Read them before you're in there. Then you'll feel even better when you make it in. Oh, they got You're a crossword making, puzzle. Now I, I see something to do this morning. I did like it when there was the really like when there was the personals in there. Yeah, because you were always looking to see. Did you know what I mean? That okay. was fun. Number one across, extend loan, or extend credit. That's loan, right? Yes. Got the first. I'm on my way. He's on his way, ladies and gentlemen. He is on his way. Uh, Jim from Renegade is uh, is walking in. In fact, he's. I see him now taking the seat in here. Let's uh, let's sell a couple of things, and uh, and then let's talk about if if I'm going to do something with this truck of mine. Okay. He's got a devilish grin, so uh, I don't yeah, know what I don't know what that means, but okay. something he probably looks over your truck on the way. We in. got some prototypes. I can't find. There it is. I dropped it. Can you Tony put Six. in the, the you arm? Like you ever see over the top? Hang on, hey, hey, hey! Don't. Okay. It's all we're 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 compacting Jim into one spot. I'm already nervous. Tony C's. We got ideas. Well, Bob. I'm doing a crossword. Right I know now. you're doing a crossword. Can you can you talk about Tony C's real quick? Can you tell me what fourteen across is? Take blank leave. Is that sick leave? Yes. Yeah. Try it. Or or is hey, there, it could be paid leave. Ooh, paid leave could be good too. Still doesn't work. Oh, uh, maternity leave? No, it's only four letters. Let me do Tony oh, C's. That's uh, take your S and leave. Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. This is exciting. I mean, there's a meeting of the minds going on here right now. It hasn't started yet, but let me just do this by way of introduction. Let me do an introduction. Is this Jim. an introduction, or is this you sucking up to a client? Jim from Renegade Truck Accessories. <laughs> yep. Meet Matt Bearden from Mornings with Matt and Bob Power Truck. Matt, meet Jim. Now I'm going to step aside and let you two no, power no, no. There has to be more. Now, I've Talk. actually met Jim. Jim, good to see you again, man. Good, good morning, to see Matt. you again. I've met Jim at uh, some of our concert series mm -hmm. in the building. Right. But you don't get to say, hey, man. I've got an idea, and then walk away from it. That's what I did with Stevie Ray Vaughan and Prince. Yeah, guess put, what happened? I put them together, yeah, and one I of walked them, away. One of them yelled, okay, you want me to do the same thing? Hey, Jim, I'm the King B mother effer, <laughs> and then walk out of here? <laughs> right. So we, it, Matt has had a New Year's resolution, one of his three New Year's resolutions. Yeah, we should to, say that, that all of us, all three of us, came up with resolutions this right. year, and we thought, let's actually make each other commit to them. Right. I still haven't started my book, but this month, before the end of the month, uh, I'm giving chapter you, one. You already have leaned so. You said I want to lean more heavily into the show, and I also want to lean more heavily into my uh, the, my YouTube channels. And you've already been doing that. That I'm leaving you alone about the book, and I'll get to that. I'll get to you in the summertime about that. Okay, I'll let you read the first draft. Yeah. Um, but one Matt, of my one of it, Matt's New Year's resolution was to gussy up. And that's, those are my words. I'm sure that's not a truck or you know term or whatever. He wants to gussy up his. 
30 year old how old 24 year old 25 year old almost 25 about to turn we'll 25. 25 a yeah. quarter of a, a quarter of a century old Tacoma yeah and, and here's my issue okay I'm someone who looks at cars every day and dreams mm-hmm. about them okay right always want when I was a kid I wanted fast cars I got a ticket anywhere maybe you got a fast car and I always wanted a fast car. And then what happened is I eventually got married. And now, if any dollars we have, I want it to go towards my, my wife and my kids oh, being co- so comfortable sweet. and safe, you right? Really have to. That's so and sweet. I sometimes look at cars and I think, I re- and then I just go, well this, well, this other car is working fine. Why am I going to spend money that I don't need to spend? The car that you can't open the door to get into starts, it starts to get me to work, doesn't it? It's fine. Okay, but, but that's an interesting... The, the car where valet parkers get locked in accidentally... Why do they put two doors that, on the car? That in works, case one of them doesn't work, that you can crawl out the other side. Fine. The, the car with the front bumper that's falling off from a little thing you had... Family can't skip a mu- vacation for daddy to have a door? <laughs> I mean, come on, we take the kid out of private school... My kids are so in you private get a, school. So you can get a new car? My kids aren't in private school. I don't care about their education. Eat one less fruit leather, you mean? Yeah. Anyway, I thought, you know what? Jim. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. From Renegade. He I, knows. He's already probably eyeballed your, your, your Tacoma and knows what to... Right. What get that, that mic right up there, Jim. What can like be uncomfortably done uncomfortably close to your mouth. What can't be done. Like an un, like an uncomfortable party night in the seventies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Jim, uh, good to see you. Good Jim, l- first of all, first question: You're an expert in this. Would you sink even an extra dollar, even a single dollar, in a twenty-five-year-old truck? Well, of course. Okay. Of course, it's got it's got a lot of potential. Like you know Matt. what? I, like yeah, Matt I was on say, the radio. I've been hearing that about myself my entire <laughs> life. So, like, yeah, it's gonna. So like my, my wife says in bed. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you know, kid, you got a lot of potential. <laughs> Could be a contender. <laughs> so get in there. <laughs> I got this car. They're not exactly, I mean, people like them because they run forever. I don't know that it was ever the sleekest or coolest looking car. The choice of terrorists everywhere. No, they like the high look. They like the version before mine. Oh, okay. They tend to go to the version before mine. Better in the... Better in the sheets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh... But, you know, it's a car that I got because we needed a car. One of our cars got stolen. We needed one in a hurry. And it just, this this car, it wasn't even looking for it. It just happened. It just fell into our laps, right? Paid it off 20 years ago. And I've just been riding it forever since. Now, when you look at the car, Jim, and go easy on me because I do love it. But when you look at that car, what's the first thing you think? Hmm. Oh, oh there's a, <laughs> you a can long, be cruel. You can be cruel. There. You can, I want you to be honest. Well, a uh, little bit of lift, maybe some different wheel, you know, wheels. And oh, you immediately, you immediately see, you. Oh, you want me to spend, give you some money? That's what you see when you see. <laughs> if the he truck. didn't break into the grease song, then I don't even want to. Know, <laughs> I don't even want to know what he's really thinking. Systematic. Systematic. <laughs> I know there's a practical need for a lift, and then there's also. I think we also have, especially in the city here, there's also what would be uh, what you might call a cosmetic need for a lift. True? True, not true? Yeah. A lot of people do it for looks. Uh, if they use them off-road for clearance, because it gives you more clearance for tires. Sure. I understand that. Um, now, are we going up a size or two in tires? I would like to go wheels? up. I would like to go up. I do would, li- I do, I would like to go up in tire size. At the end of it all, I, we're kind of looking at something like this. 
We'd like this. I can't. What if are you, you showing do, me? If you could do something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, AI it. Did and you then, make an AI? What is that? Oh, that's from uh, Mad Max? That's the Mad Max big speaker truck. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can do that. Yeah. The big tree, the speaker I know truck. he could. <laughs> <laughs> What all is it? What all is entailed? I don't even really know because I mean I've looked at it. I've looked at they carry different kinds of lift kits, right? They've got lifts where they you just put a big block in there, a, a block of rubber or something uh, at, at the top of your struts, and then sometimes they have like where they have stiffer springs and not a lift, and then they and then what? Here's what happens every time I start looking at this and reading about it. I, uh, I get really confused as to what the hell's going on. So that might be a good opportunity to come to the gym. That's why you just throw the guy the and, keys. Yeah, because you actually know what's going on. Get close to that mic there, Jim. Uh, what, what, what is the, what's the kind of lift I need to be doing on a truck like that? Well, I'd say for its age, uh, new struts, extended struts, new springs. Um, you had the gas. The, um, yeah, can you? Yeah, you can. <laughs> 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 go on, keep listening. Keep going. Keep, listing, keep, keep going. <laughs> we could get the wood blocks out <laughs> if you want to go the other way. Uh, I mean, that, I, I think I, I wouldn't mind actually making in the last years of her life making that thing look a little more badass. Okay, because that 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 truck. That truck rolled stock off of a lot. I bought it. Uh, I'm the second owner. I bought it from somebody who had had it for about five years, and then I've owned it ever since. And it's and I had all these ideas, and I've never gotten around to doing any of them. So that's just a, that's just an off the lot truck, and I'd like to make it look cooler, right? And I'm going to be honest with you, I have no need, no earthly need to put a lift kit on it or bigger tires. I'm not off-roading. I don't work on a ranch. I'm not hauling anything. Yeah, but it's good to be above the traffic. So but I, I, would, like- I would like to have Bob Fonseca not come in here for one morning and go, you, mean you really should do something with that truck. You really should do something with that truck because it kind of looks, you know, looks constant light. got a nice patina, but that's all it's got going for it right now. Yeah. But is, is the engine going to, or the motor, is it, is it going to hold up? Is that the least of your worries? That's the least of my worries. Okay. I, honestly, that's the least of like I've done really seats, good. I've done a lot of work on that truck. Is it comfortable to sit in? It no, seems like the seats are terrible. Well, can we get new? Do, is there are there aftermarket seats for something like that? That's a little tougher to get now. Is it? It's not impossible, but it's a little. Just put the now. bead things over it. I yeah. Like oh those. yeah, the beads. Yeah, the taxi the, driver. Yeah, the beads. brown beads. <laughs> the two tone. <laughs> yeah. Those will do. I'll worry about the interior. The thing that I is the, is that I do. Here's the problem. Well, not not here's the problem. Here's a problem I noticed yesterday. It feels a little bit like you ever, uh, Jim. You like do you like uh, like you, you're in the trucks and stuff like that. Do you, you have a boat by any chance? You I a boat? don't have a boat. You ever you ever driven a boat before? I've I have I have owned boats. So before. okay, so you know how boat when you're out on the water, it kind of does a little rocking, and then you point in one direction and it, and it gets there, but it, it's not immediate. That's the suspension system currently on my truck. Uh, I noticed the other day in the rain, I went over a bump, and when I did, I lost all traction hitting a bump on the road because it lifted that car up, and it doesn't want to. The tires basically gave way, and that's. I think that is in the the zone of what we'll call dangerous driving at this point. Yes, it is. And those are twenty five year old struts. For people who don't know, that's the strut is just let's call it springy stuff. Okay, on, on your car. <laughs> I do. And bags. I know that that's. Can he do bags? What's bags mean? What the hell does that mean? 
That's, that's like hydraulics. It's modern hydraulics, pretty much. That way you can decide whether you can have, like, on the... Okay, on this my, is ridiculous. Uh, on my future Cybertruck, I'll Bob, be able to lift it or raise Bob, it with a switch. I paid $11,000 for the truck. I'm not going to put $15,000 into it. Well, listen, enough about you for right now. Okay. I want to ask Jim, because the listeners out there, we've got a lot of guy listeners, a lot of girl listeners out there with trucks, Jeeps, Broncos, all that stuff. What are some of the trends right now? Because I'm always confused. Like, should I go black wheels? Then all of a sudden I'm starting to see that chrome is coming back. Then chrome goes away and people are painting their wheels. Or uh, what do you call that process? Uh, powder coating. Powder coating their wheels different colors to match their paint and all that. Like, what What are some of the trends right now that you're seeing? Black is still a strong trend. Is it? Mm. Uh, people are doing, you know, uh, grays, tans. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthracite, it's kind of a gray. Um, but black is still strong. Are you thinking about new wheels? No, not really. I mean, I still do. I, I, I look at your truck and I think about new wheels. Get someone like fish. <laughs> You're such a prick, dude. You're such an unbelievable prick. You can't put like fish in them like they do the platform shoes or something. Now that cool. would be kind of. Should I put some I'd, spinners on it? I'd like us to go full on pimp my ride. Go and, street. Yo, dog, I heard you like pencils. And then, you know. Everything's made out of pencils, pencils. or something, yeah. I, I still want the truck to at least look uh, what I would call um, uh, period correct. You oh, know what I mean? driving a period piece. Gross. It's, <laughs> no, I'm saying it's a 25-year-old truck. I don't want to try to modernize it too much. I don't know. Well, the thing is, I don't even know what that would look like. I don't know what it would look like. And, and maybe I have a fear of change in general, and that's why I've never done anything to it. Any change is an improvement, though, in this circumstance, Yeah, if people right? go to you, Jim... Do you do you direct them in what to do, or do they usually come to you and say, here's what I want? Well, some people have an idea of what they want to do, and some uh, will let us know what they do with their vehicle, and we try to direct them in the right direction. You don't want to go extremely tall if you're pulling, like, a camper or a fifth Yeah, there's wheel. technical requirements. Yeah, right. I mean, you just don't, Safety. Okay, yeah. I go to the grocery store, I pick up my daughter, and I come to work. <laughs> what, do, what, do we, <laughs> what, do we, what do we need for that? I'd like it a depends camper. On, depends on where you want to park. <laughs> I'd get a really good camper on that thing, I think. Oh, I think see, it's, that is, that's called a bed cap, right? Is that what they're, that's called? It is. A truck cap. Now, Bob, see, the thing is, Bob, when Bob buys a vehicle, Bob doesn't care about its handling. He doesn't care about the engine. He doesn't care about any of that. Bob buys a vehicle so he can customize it. It's the first thing he thinks yeah, about. Because well. he'll tell me, he'll go, well, I've been looking at this, but I don't really like the aftermarket stuff that's available for, right, for it right now. He buys with the intention of personalizing. And well, I'm a different human being. It should being. be a statement. I mean, it should yeah. be a statement of who it's you are. your car. It's an extension of your, um, you know personality well and the other p word but yes <laughs> well yeah let, let me ask you another question that's practical for me jim mm-hmm. is there even stuff available for a 25 year old foreign made vehicle yes. that we can we can put on there or, or do anything with yes there is it, it is uh, getting a little slimmer but uh there are no. still things there's there are a lot of things to do to it suspension wheels you know wheels and tires that's a given okay uh I want big LEDs. I want those big. I want those big spotlights on his roof. The <laughs> KCs or whatever. What are that? What's what's the brand? Oh, I wouldn't mind actually some KCs with the yellow covers. Yeah, that actually kind of gets me in the, the it, smiley in, face. Yeah, I could actually go for some smiley faces on that truck. Take the bed off. Take the the the, the tailgate uh, off. 
right? And put up a net. Oh, put a party a net. mobile. I'm on a net. Well, I do. If we were to start heading in the direction of uh, the the car, the truck that the Back to the Future kid had, I mean, that was that's an ultimate vehicle. I right want there. power steps or whatever they're called. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but, but it was the reason I like my truck. Is this your truck or my truck? I, that's a good question <laughs> for the show right now, Bob. So if I were to come, how long does it take if I if I drop a truck off with you and I'm wanting to put on suspension and tires? That's. In a day, we'd have you done. Really? In a day? It could go that fast? Oh, yeah. So I could come drop you, drop it off like in the evening. My wife takes me home, and I could come pick it up the next uh, evening from the you. The next day will surprise you. You could do a I'm horn. shocked by that. That plays La Cucaracha, right? Do you have those? We don't have horns oh. that play Cucaracha. I want him, since this is my project. We do have the loud ones, though. Since I'm the, uh, I'm the project manager yeah. on this job, Yeah. snorkel. I'm not putting a snorkel on that truck. I want a snorkel. Bob, I'm not putting on a snorkel. <laughs> hey, man, look at all the rain we've been getting and the low and you, there's low water crossings Here's everywhere. Here's the thing I don't quite understand. Snorkel. And this is going to get me in trouble, I know, with some of our listeners because I know you have pride and you have some real connection to your truck. But sometimes I see folks driving around town with their... their G-Wagon with a snorkel on no, it? No, not a G-Wagon. I see a lot of, like, modern, very up-to-date Tacomas. Uh-huh. And they have, like, uh, what's it called, ready track, fast track to, to get out of, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. the, the, the tracks on the side. Yeah. And then they have roto packs, and they have a camp on top. But they have all the survival gear, but they're, I'm like, hey. I've, jerry cans. You need some jerry cans. But I'm like, I've literally been behind this truck four or five times this week. They're not, they're not headed out somewhere. They're still just driving around with $10,000 worth of accoutrement, and it... it that can't be good for the rear suspension, can it, to have all that extra weight on it all the time? Well, vehicles can handle it's a vehicle. Weight, weight like that. Yeah, it's a vehicle. He's leaning in. He's like, no, those, hey, look, those people are paying <laughs> my rent. Don't mess with are them. Are you going to put a tent on top? I know Jim can do that, too. I'm, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. It would be nice to like go camping with my son or whatever. It's put like that a, rooftop tent on there. Oh, you Noble be, doghouse. Yeah. Oh, you know what I would rather have than uh, go camping with my son? Can you put a tent? I wouldn't mind going camping with like maybe... A lady from the office. Could work that out. Nice. See, now we're thinking. <laughs> now you got. I think we're just. I think this is a good start. I think we're. I don't know what we've started on. I don't know what's been accomplished. You keep telling me things, and I don't know what this means. You throw Jim the keys. You just hear. I don't have that. So kind you of don't trust. even have to go in. You can just like just throw him the keys and go do your thing. I'm just buying the. So basically, it's it's a grocery getter. But do you want your grocery getter to have Oof. a covered bed? Oh. That's worse than mall crawler, dude. That's what you, you. Why are you laughing, Bob? You've never been off road in a single one of your cars. Wow. You've spent a hundred. You spent a hundred grand on cars that you this eventually sold. I've jumped a few. Cars. Remember how excited you were when you had that that tractor lift on the front of your. No, you got one of those big tractor lifts that you put on the front of your Jeep. I don't remember. Yeah, I do. A hijack. Uh, oh. Who's on the phone? La Cucaracha Horns, 50 bucks. <laughs> okay. I'll buy it. All right. Uh, let's go to Hull Associates. Hello. What's up, Colin? Yeah, I had a question for Jim. Yeah. Oh. Jim, uh, I came in a few weeks ago. I uh, was talking to you about a, a topper and uh, a wing and some uh, stripes I was wanting to put on my truck and uh, wondering why. Well, uh, were we doing this through email or? 
Hello. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I think it's just a dunk. Is that what's going on? I don't know. You're just doing this through email? How did you contact him? You came in? Yeah, I came in one Saturday, spoke with you, and uh, you were supposed to contact me back after you found a topper for me. And hmm, I'll have to roll through the Rolodex. Yeah, then. we'll get through it. All yeah. right, thanks, man. We'll get you. Let's go to uh, Jed. Yeah, we've done work with Jim on my wife's car. Put a left on it. It was excellent. Love it. And, Matt, all I can see for you is Marty's ride, Marty's truck, right. Back to the Future. Right. Well, that's, I mean, I wish I had an 80s truck, uh, but I don't want to do that amount of work, and I'm happier with what I got. But I do. I wouldn't mind kind of using that as a guide. Yeah, the KC lights, the lift, the tires, and, you know, this weekend we're going to take it out to the lake with Jennifer. Come on. Yeah, for Jennifer, I, I would like to go with Jennifer, but I don't think she's going to go with me. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds good, dude. I think that's where we're headed. I, if I have to do that, I think that's what I want to do. We kind of have to wrap this up, yeah. Jim, but here's where I want to head. Is I want to do a lift, but I'm intimidated about how big. I don't want to go too big. Like, does it change the ride? Well, tire choice is a lot of your ride, you know, ride quality. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we wouldn't do anything too crazy. I mean, you know, there are six-inch lifts available. There are two and a half. Uh, for your use, I'd say two and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, Jim. Uh, keep it, keep, it, keep it, keep it to where you could drive it somewhere if you wanted. I mean, okay, road trip. yeah, I don't want to go super tall. Two and a half is. It, am I going to need new upper control arms at two and a half inch lift? No, uh, no, you don't. It. Uh, it's recommended. It's, it's, it's recommended. No, it, it's not recommended. How are the parts that are there? Are the bushings good? Oh, the bushings are terrible. They've got two hundred and five thousand well, miles on them. We can replace them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't I just come by one day and and put in there? Because here's the thing, I am supposed to. I was supposed to have my brakes worked on over a year ago, over a year ago, <laughs> and I still haven't. And they're coming today. To the studio here but it took me a year to motivate and that's kind of this whole thing as i'm keeping these guys on my ass to make this stuff happen well we're going to set a time i'm going to do a i'm going to make a chart like we're going to put it up here okay it's going to be a time and you keep me to it yeah because i'm going to be project manager on this thing okay well i'll get the brakes done and then i'll uh and then i'll come see you asap to have you uh We'll put a little bit of lift on it. Can you get do, could you do op, can you get tires do you guys do alignments and all that stuff we do it all all right. Well, then, there we You're go. set, man. Just on the keys. Done. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And will you do me a favor? When the bill comes in, will you throw it Will you throw it to Bob? You do me a favor and throw <laughs> the bill to Bob? <laughs> uh, you want to take one more? Sure. Uh, let's go to Kyle. Kyle. Hey, Matt. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. What's up? Hey, I, I need you to get a tonneau cover. That's one of the best investments I got for my truck. Really? Why do you oh, like the tonneau cover so much? Is that the soft... Well, that's just a bed cover. Yeah, the soft bed cover. Yeah, right? so I got a, a backflip MX4, super low profile, looks good from the side. You can't see it, but uh, it's just it's a good, you know, good security investment. So you can just keep right. stuff back there all the time or whatever. Yeah, lockable, 
but su- super accessible. You know, it's a good investment. Okay. See, I'm liking this advice. I've never even thought to ask people what I should be doing. No, with no, Chuck. it's great. When you're doing your wife's target returns, you can put all her stuff under that. There you go. That tonneau, and it's going to be super exactly. safe. Going to be super safe. You well, know? also the next time I go down to like the valley or whatever, if I want to, yeah. like, say, if I want to just start transporting people around the state. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Don't be a coyote. <laughs> yeah, if I want to become a coyote or whatever, I can. I can get a couple of humans under there, right? Yeah. Good, suge- good suggestion. Thanks, Thanks man. All right, we're on our way. We're on our way. We're doing it. All right. Together. Sounds good. Thank you, Jim, for uh, for stopping in. Oh, thanks for having me. And uh, let's uh, like let's set like a thing on it, Bob. Make yeah. me do it like in a week. Right. Like I got to go next week. Right. If we'll do. I'll go with you. I'll hold your hand. Yeah. I'll talk to you some during the break, Jim, about some stuff I'm looking at, and maybe we can uh, we can we can find out if the stuff's even available. Forward. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> nods to the eye. Uh, the yeah. Bob Fonseca Bandit is out there. Uh, she's actually been nabbed by cops. Uh, a woman was arrested. Um, <laughs> she's she was uh, pulled over in uh, Sac- near Sacramento, California, and uh, she stole twenty five hundred. She stole twenty five hundred dollars worth of uh, Stanley hydration cups, which is, I believe is three three of those Stanley cups. Twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, that that's about, about right? right. That's a uh, calculating for in Stanley cup inflation. Yes. So staff saw a woman taking a shopping cart full of Stanley water bottles without paying for them. The suspect refused to stop for staff. She stuffed her car with a stolen merchandise and then peeled out of the parking lot. She's 23 years old. She was arrested and accused of grand theft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that? Grand theft is what? Over $1,500? It depends on states, I believe. No. But the trend, uh, the trend has been driven by social media influencers. The Quencher Cup, which holds 40 ounces of fl- fluid and I retails, hold it in my hand right retails now. for $45, has become a fashionable item, but as a result has become a fashionable theft target as well. Ah. These damn thugs that go to Target. Are we going to have to start putting the Stanleys behind in the same place where they put the cold medicine and the laundry detergent? I think so. I they think got we to should unlock start putting, them. yeah. Yeah. Putting them uh, behind plastic for these thugs. Well, these have handles, so I don't know why they don't run a chain through, like, you know, in the store, just run a lock chain through them all, all the handles. Right. Well, because every every six minutes, I think a Stanley Cup is sold from every place, and they'd have to keep unlocking, relocking, unlocking, mm, relocking. That's a good point. I think we should have a receipt checker coming out of Target. Target is bold. While it's thugs. I don't think they sell them at Target. Target, I'll tell you that Target may be the only business uh, in Capitol Plaza or or East that that just sets laundry detergent out on the shelf. No cares. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't seem to, because I know I'm like at my CVS, you got to really work to get the laundry detergent. That's what people are taking now? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. You don't know. I, I see. Are you guys ready to make the? I mean, Sawyer and I are already adopters of the forty ounce uh, quencher. I will not be making the leap to the forty ounce. If quencher. I buy you one, would you carry it? No, I don't want to be quenched. I had a discount one. I'd buy one. Forty five is just too much. When's your birthday? Six months. Oof. Yeah, never mind that. That fa- the whole phase will be over Do by the anniversary, and they'll up? be on. To, they'll be on to a different cup in six months. Valentine's Day. I'm gonna get you one for early Valentine's. Ooh, I'm seeing a lot anything. of cool colors out there. I'm gonna pick one out for you. It better be a cool color too. Hey, you know Aaron Haley has a a whole laser engraving business. Oh, and 
you know what I think would be nice? I think it'd be really nice if you got a big dong engraved on the side yeah. of it and gave that to Chewy. Right under the straw. Yeah. <laughs> Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. Hey, what was meant to be a theatric onstage entrance quickly turned into an, a nod to the odd. Um, this text. Vistex is a big company, and their CEO, Sanjay Shah, he's uh, from Chicago, and uh, he went out, they have a big, um, uh, what are you trying to say, they have a big manufacturing facility in Hyderabad, India. It was an employee celebration going on, and I think they had like a thousand employees out. You know those big things where they go out? Remember, remember, remember we are Microsoft. We, we are, are, are yeah. whatever it was, you know, like where Steve Ballmer tries to get everyone excited about uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. And it's one of those things to rally up the troops. So they did. They, they've become bigger and bigger, and it's become a big thing. I think Steve Jobs was kind of a big leader in making it like, hey, the CEO is a bit of a, a celebrity mm-hmm. as well. The celebrity entrance for the CEO, make mm-hmm. it a big deal, get everyone excited. Um. They're a multinational software company, and they've grown to have 20 offices across the globe. They've got clients like General Motors and Coca-Cola. That's pretty big. CEO came out to make a huge uh, entrance, and uh, he was supposed to descend from the ceiling. Unfortunately, something went wrong, and he plunged to his death. He fell 20 feet from a wooden structure suspended above the concrete stage, and he died in front of all of his employees. What? Always got to steal the show. Instead of being uh, slowly lowered inside of an iron cage, the stage, uh, a pair, the CEO and uh, the president, uh, the chain snapped, supporting the cage, and they fell. One of them is in critical condition. The other one uh, died from a head injury uh, on stage. Oh, jeez. This video is age-restricted and only available on YouTube. Watch on YouTube? You got to confirm. <laughs> of course I do. Of course you want to see that. Uh, my deepest condolences to the family and friends. That's not from me. That's from uh, a, an employee who wrote on his LinkedIn post. Hmm. That's yeah. a good move, by the way. If your CEO dies and your president is in critical condition, a good move is to go to LinkedIn, write a post about it, and then write about how you hope he gets well soon. That's, risk, that comes yeah. back and makes you look good later on. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents... Nods to the eye. Now, here's what I don't get about the CEO. He had a head injury, and he died. And I say he should have done it a different way. A Brazilian man, he could consider himself lucky to be alive after he mistook a gunshot to the head for getting hit with a rock. A 21-year-old man was partying in Brazil, Cabo Frio, on December 31st. He heard a loud noise, uh, and he got hit in the head with what he thought was a rock. He said he put his hand up to his head. He felt some blood. A doctor in the crowd noticed the blood dripping from his head and helped to stop the bleeding. And uh, he said, what happened? He said, I don't know. I think I got hit by a rock. And the doctor said, well, it looks okay. Here's how you, here's how you can stop the bleeding. And he said, and he went on about his business. He applied some ice to the wound. He celebrated New Year's Eve with friends. Then he drove 180 miles to his home. On January 3rd, he went to work. He drove to Rio de Janeiro to meet some friends. He partied with them. It was only on the afternoon of the 4th that he felt like a headache that had been growing was problematic. So he went to the doctor. And uh, he said his left arm felt weaker than usual. Mm -hmm. He could move it, but it felt strange. 
They did a CT scan, which revealed a bullet lodged inside of his brain. Wow. They say what caliber? <laughs> How do you not? That's scared to take out, right? That's you got to be careful. Oh like that's where all the years of operation pay off. The bullet was in his <laughs> yeah. brain for four days. Um, that's metal. It was a nine millimeter. Damn. It had to be surgically removed. That's what? What range? Did, like. It had to have been from far. Maybe somebody fired in the air, and then it came down on top of his head. Because it's, I'm looking at it. It hit him in the back of the head, and the bullet is lodged in the back of his head. It did not protrude very far. Hmm. Oh, was you said it was a, what was it? What was the celebration? New Year's Eve. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was a falling bullet. Maybe not bullet. That's what I'm But thinking. he said he heard a loud. You know, Louis Armstrong spent time in jail as a child because he fired off a gun. In New Orleans as a child on New Year's Eve. Hmm. It was also his birthday. He was born on New Year's Eve. He was celebrating and he went to jail. But he for said a he heard a loud, uh, loud sound. Oh. It, the sound could have just been a bullet hitting him in the head. Yeah, that's got to yeah. make a noise, right? I mean, it's got to do something, I would think. Gone aside. Yeah. Uh, and finally, ladies and gentlemen, Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. A woman out there says she needs to hire a bodyguard and is looking to hire someone. She says um, her name is uh, Monica Holt. She goes, says she goes to the gym at least five times a week, but says she is so hot that when she is busy sculpting her gym honed physique, men are busy trying to flirt with her and get her attention between exercises. She says she needs to hire a bodyguard. It's the only thing that will stop men from trying to flirt with her while she works out. Okay, she should have a bodyguard. As a result, she's put out an ad. She's willing to pay 2,200 pounds a month, which would be roughly $3,500 a month to a bodyguard so that she can get out and about without being constantly hit on. Now, is the bodyguard, is he required to help her uh, spot or whatever? That only once a month that that no, doesn't happen. No, the weights. The oh. weights, Matt. Now, that's going to sound like that was in the script. I mean, would he have any other duty? What, what do you do? Uh, Just stand there? Tell and, her to gain some weight. You get, Monica mean, says, working out and exercises is su- super important to me. I do it not just for my physical health, but my mental well-being. I get hit on at the gym at least once, twice, sometimes three times every time I go and work out. It's a minimum of five times a week, so it's draining to be hit on as often as, as I've hit on. Once I was looking at my phone one day, and this older guy came up to me and said, have you ever heard of the uh, rock and roll news? Well, it's me. I do that. <laughs> Listen, I would never do that. But sometimes I've used, you know, there's a lot of mirrors in a gym. You got to be... I don't want anybody talking to me in the gym. Monica is living in Arizona, she has 350,000 followers on Instagram, and she says she understands why people pay her compliments because she's so beautiful, but she thinks there's a time and a place for that. I agree. I don't get it. Like, I'm there to do one job. Even if a woman comes in with her thing hanging out or whatever, I'm, I'm, le- I'm going to do a different exercise. I'm leaving this section of the gym now. It makes me feel good mm-hmm. to know that people know how attractive I am. I did wow, have the, I mean, this is now starting to sound a little flexy. A, like, a little? It could be a stunt. A just little, like, I, I, first I was like, yeah, absolutely, you should do whatever you need to do to be to feel comfortable. I would happily pay around $3,000 a month for someone who does a good job and can scare people off so I can work out. She said that her bodyguard would have, all, all he has to do, here it is, all he has to do is come to the gym and attend photo shoots with her. And she's keen to hire one as she's been in several scary situations before. 
But he would have. She would have to buy him a membership too, right? But wouldn't it be? Or do? You, or do you, does you your bodyguard get him free? Spend money on a bodyguard. Why don't you just buy a home gym? Because she can't flex her beauty by doing that. She's trying to get subscribers. Three three hundred fifty thousand subscribers. Or a private gym or a private trainer. But you're going to hire a bodyguard and go to Planet Fitness or something? Yeah. Because I would you, like to point you can make more of a scene and get more... I hate the society. ...more followers. Monica is also press. happily married to John. I'm not sure how happy John is. I don't I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. After reading this article, I wonder how happy John is. Well, you've got one more follower, that's for sure. Well, Oh, did you follow her? Are you a her follower? Did no. you follow her? I think Jim, not yet. For, for most people, is like this social... I, think I, think I don't think it's 100% like a work. Right. The people that you're go during the prime right. hours, you're not getting a workout in. So what the hell are you doing? You're not getting like an actual good workout if everybody's on every machine, unless it's a treadmill. So I don't. I don't. I think it's a social thing. And again, you could probably get a private. Gym. Do you think she really hates being hit on? It doesn't excuse the man. I guess hitting. Hitting on one minute. Uh, give me Shouldn't 60 seconds to tell you about Window Nation. That, by the way, that was everybody. That was today's Nod to the with Good Matt job. and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. Getting kind of excited about... Uh... Hey, by the way, thank you guys for helping me out with my... Uh... We'll get there. One of my New Year's resolutions. We'll We're excited. There. We're excited. I hope it looks... Just like the Mad Max trip. I am, um... <laughs> when we get through this, I mean, then we really need to... Chewy's already got his streaming going on Twitch. That's a thing. Y'all are going to help me with my orgy? Well, I know that you said that you wanted to have an orgy this year. We got time, because I won't be in shape for another four months. You wouldn't have an orgy unless you were in shape? Yeah, I don't want to... Uh, I'm not... I, I mean, I'm going to invite some... Some mid people, but you know, no That's one's no one's going to be completely out of shape. Just what about a, a complete Ugamug orgy? People, Ugamugs are still horny. This isn't a TLC special. It's a spice channel. My hot. Ugga Mug Orgy. That's a t- that's a great TLC documentary, and we could get the TLC crew to come out, and you're just like, we're all ugly people, but we love humping. We're all just going to eat and hang out off each other's <laughs> bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I'll have a standard. Mm. Gotta have a standard. Right. Or else no if one else is gonna want to come. It's just gonna be me and uh, Bob. What you got for? I was uh, driving around the other day, and I was thinking, you know, they've given a Rolling Stone, especially. You know, they, they like like to do these lists, like you know, the hundred greatest guitarists in rock and roll. You know, the five hundred greatest keyboard players in rock and roll. Whatever. Every every instrument has gotten its due. The best vocalist in rock and roll. I've not seen one list yet. I've not seen one award show for the whistlers in rock and roll. The whistlers. The guys that whistle. Right. And we don't even know. It might not even be the lead vocalist who's getting the whistling duty in a band. We don't know. Or maybe they bring somebody in. A session. Is there such thing as a session whistler? You, I wonder. I wonder if they have a someone who's like, oh, this guy's his, his whistling it. ability is the best. There, nobody, nobody whistles like this guy. So I was trying to think... You would think, well, there's probably just one or two songs in rock and roll that have whistling. No. There's tons. And some of your favorite hits. Yeah, when you first brought it up this morning, I was like, there's only got to probably be one song that has whistling. And then as we sat down and thought about it, I was like, oh, there's actually lots of... There's lots of... So there was uh, Centerfold, Jake Mm -hmm. Isles Band. 
very that one is almost at the top of the list. And then there's the, uh, the, the Gorky Park. That's not oh, wait, even. It's Winds of Change. Is what Winds it's of Change. So anyway, uh, you but you are a bad whistler, and we decided that maybe we'd make you whistle some and see if we could guess. Or them. the uh, listeners could whistle theirs, and we could try to guess theirs. Love it. But you got you finally got my piano man, or what? It was, what was it? The stranger, the stranger. Billy Joel, the stranger yeah. starts out with a guy whistling. One of my favorites is kind of recent. Actually, it's only ten years ago, but it's that chill bill. This. I don't remember this at all. It was hot for a minute. Was it? Came out in 2014. That's a session whistler. There's no way that guy's in the band. Pitch perfect. Let me get out of here for a That one right there is probably one of my favorite. Let's go to Lisa real fast. I have my list in front of me. Lisa. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's up? How are y'all today? We're good. We're good. We're good. Good. You, we're good. you want to attempt? Hey, well, I've got a couple of them. So um, I, let's see if you know what this one is. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Pucker up. <laughs> uh, sitting on the dock of the bay. Yep. You Otis Redding. Right? And then. How did I get that? Uh-huh. I, don't even, I don't even know. All right. Uh, and then the other one is. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, it's I, not okay. I'm gonna tell you something. You're you're whistling GNR's patience, but you're not whistling GNR's patience. But I think but that's what you were you trying to do. It? Why didn't you guess it? Is that what you were trying for? Guns and Roses patience. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. I got there. You eventually. got the credit for yeah. that. I was just trying to put it together, but I, I eventually got there. We got them both. Yeah, patience is on Rolling Stones list. They did do a list of the fifteen best whistling songs, and then yeah, suggested some others. One. And I can actually do the whole thing. Um, well, no, let's not do it here. Yeah. yeah well, the thing is, is hey, if, if we only we I, had the time, we'll lose our jobs because people will be like, "That's so good. That's all I ever want to hear." And I don't want to hear those guys talk. I'd rather just hear the whistling. <laughs> and we'll, we'll because we can't compete with that kind of talent, young lady. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, Salem's Salem's on special. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to David. What's up, David? Uh, AKA Hemo Boy. What's Hemo. up, Hemo? I got one for you, man. You ready? Yeah. All right. Hold on to your chairs. You holding on to your chairs? Uh, sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. No, wait a minute. There's no whistling in that song. There you're isn't. Doing, you're just you're whistling, just whistling a, song. a song. That's not the. That's not the point. The, the original had to have whistling, and that was what was he doing? Cream or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah. No, this is not. This is not. You guess the, you're whistling. You win the golden whistle. Of no, the- you lose because this is <laughs> not the contest. Win? I guess I blew it. Huh? It's not even a contest. Where do we get our prize? It's not a contest. Oh, okay. Geez. All right. Hang <laughs> up on him. What is it with the calls today? I don't know. No. Don't hang up on him. No, oh, it's Hemo. There. Don't hang up on Hemo. Hey, let me hang up. Yeah, yeah, do it. I can do it. All right. Thank you, Hemo. Thank you, Hemo. Uh, let's go to Rebecca. Maybe she'll get the concept here. Yeah, I was going to tell Chewy that, that Kill Bill whistle song was actually written in 1968. Uh, it's been around. I think the reason that 
Tarantino used it is because they they used it unofficially in a lot of old kung fu movies. Yeah, there was old kung fu movies, but uh, this Chill Bill kind of made it a little more popular after that hip hop gotcha. song. Now that that Sergio Leone thing. Speaking of like, I don't know why I thought about Quentin Tarantino. That's why it's named Chill Bill. But that's way. not a whistle, though, is it? It's an instrument, I think. Like a oh, flute. an Italian instrument? Maybe I don't know. You know the one I'm thinking about? I can't. Uh, the it's Italian bone whistle, the one you associate with the man with no name. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. That may be. An, maybe it's a whistle. I don't know. I don't think it is a whistle. I think it's a human voice. Could be. I can't. I can't whistle or I whistle. Can't whistle at all. No. Try a little bit. <laughs> Wait, that's what you do is when you try to whistle. That's me blowing air through a little. Pucker Pierce in my mouth. I think you need to have some. No, that's not puckering, though. All right, here's another one. Your, your bottom lip has to go in. Your, your top lip. No, not like that. Oh, my God. I've got it doesn't it. matter how you do it. It's not coming out. <laughs> doesn't matter where my lips are. Sounds like Matt. You don't think I've tried Sounds like it? the tires on Matt's truck. Just leaking air. All right, Matt. Drop your drop your jaw. Drop your jaw way down. That's us. That's not even. You really can't do it, can you? You're not. You're not making enough. Well, of he's a, got. I can see that he's got enough, his tongue. What's right, your tongue doing? He's got his tongue right up Where's there, and he's got his jaw doing? tight. It looks like he's trying to spit. Y'all can barely. Whistle, All right. If I so say, I, I, can, I can whistle great. In fact, right. I, I'm almost in the Whistling Hall of Fame. All right, do, uh, prove it. Prove it. If I say, Bobby McFerrin, you go, uh, don't worry, be happy. No, you're supposed to. I'm trying to remember how, how does the song go. It says he whistling that yeah. song? Yeah. That was number one on Billboard's charts for a while. It was acapella and whistling. In different octaves layered on top of each other. It was a brilliant, brilliant track. That was a, and that was sort of a um, a zeitgeist change. When that song came out, it was so weird because it didn't sound like anything else on the radio. What about Foster the People? You must have heard that one over at your at the station. X. Yeah. I don't remember whistling in the Foster the People. The, the pumped up kicks? Yeah. Pumped up kicks. Maroon 5's Maroon, uh, Moves Like Jagger. I, no, a I, don't think I've, I don't think I've ever heard that song. Where does Golden Years have? Has Golden Years got whistling? Bowie? Yeah. No, it doesn't. I think it does. Where? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I think it does. In the beat. Golden Years. Da, da, da. I don't know. And how did you get to thinking about this, Bob? You're just driving down the street I just and thinking about it. And then I looked it up, and then Rolling Stone has a lit. Roy Orbison, Here Comes the Rain Baby. The, of course, the bridge over River Kwai, or on the River Kwai okay. soundtrack. But that's not... Come uh, on, Rolling Stone. I mean, I understand. They, they, there's only like four or five rock songs that have whistling in it, right? No. The Bangles, Walk Like an Egyptian, 1986. Oh, that's right. Dooms, doom, doom, ba doom, But they do that... Number one song, a lot of number one songs have. That's like maybe the so key. So you think that's the key it to getting a number the one song? Is number either one having song. either having hand claps or whistling? Yeah. This was the whistle song back in my day. Jay Giles' Centerfold went to number one in 1982, and then uh, John Lennon's uh, Jealous Guy 
from the Imagine album. Oh, I can't wait to hear. What songs Frankie knows? Frankie from Scotland. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Five hours. Hey, the golden years is at the end when it fades out. It goes... Yeah. <laughs> but here's one for you. <laughs> he whistles with an accent. How the hell can yeah, he whistle okay. with an accent? You sound like a bagpipe. We a can't hear. Bagpipe. I can't hear through your giant red beard, Frankie. Frankie, <laughs> you got to whistle for the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but as well, a bit earlier, um, uh, what you call it? The Wiggles. You were talking about the Wiggles. There's yeah, the Wiggles. There's a brilliant, um, what you call it, documentary just came out on Amazon. About the Wiggles. Oh, that's probably why I saw the story. Yeah, they're getting a lot it's of press. Very, it, it's very good. It's very good. My kids loved them when they were wee. So anybody that made my kids happy always had a soft spot for them. And it's a lot. It's a lot sadder than you think. But I was going to say, is the is the Wiggles documentary actually was a lot? Was there a lot of fighting in between the guys and who got paid what? No, not at all. It's, some of them got sick and some of them did this, and it's really interesting. It's really good. Okay. Um, I'll have to trust you because I don't understand what you said. Maybe some guys were just, <laughs> like, some of the Wiggles are just fed up with the gruesome tour schedule. Yeah, some weren't as that was, that was when they, they had kids and they thought they were looking after other people's kids more than their own because they were constantly mm. on. Ah. And then one of them had a heart attack. The lead singer had a heart attack on stage and nearly died. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, How old are they? He's had a heart attack? Jeff or whatever. He had a heart attack when he was no. like 40 or something. He, oh, it's, it's really good. You should watch it. And they're playing like 12 nights in a row at Madison Square Garden. Stuff like that. It's crazy. But um, another good song we're whistling is Games Without Frontiers. Oh, right. Uh, 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 who Peter did? Gabriel. Uh, Peter Gabriel. Yep. Yeah. That's another good I think one. another number one. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Right. Keep up the good work. Thank yeah. you, Frankie. Thank you, Frankie. Studio now. One Republic. Um, Otis Redding was mentioned. Black Keys, Tighten Up, 2010. That Peter Gabriel knew what he was doing. I feel like, I know that the alternative bands, like, you know, the Black Keys and Edward Sharp and all that, I think they, you know, they get credit for all the yelling and stuff that they do in those songs. But there is whistling now but that you whistling. say that. I, I, I'm kind of... I know. Now you're. Now I feel apologetic because this to. morning when you said how many songs have whistling, and I was just like, I don't know. I'm two, just three. I'm still at the top of the iceberg. And I assumed that they were all Creedence Clearwater for revival for some reason. <laughs> no, if they've ever had one, I've been proven absolutely wrong this morning. There's lots of songs. Wasn't there whistling in the Wizard of Oz? Yes. There's whistle while you work, right? Or wait, no, that's Snow White. Oh, if I only yeah, had a brain, right. was a whistle song, wasn't it? If not, it should have been. Let's take uh, Christopher real fast. Christopher. Yes, sir. What's up, man? What's I've got, your song? I've got one I cannot believe you haven't mentioned yet. Um, here goes. Uh, that's that's not possible. No, no. I think that's nationwide insurance. <laughs> is that? <laughs> wow, that bad? Did I do that bad? What, no, what was I know, it? What is that? I know it's the in the tantrums. The walker. Okay, yeah, oh, I don't know. That's but I, think, is it, I don't know that Isn't band that name. the song, though, that's used in all the commercials? Uh, I don't know about that. But yeah, but I no, I, there's a whole movement of modern KGSR, 10XE kind of songs that all have whistling in them. But we don't. Okay, okay no, great, thanks. We appreciate it. No, Fits in the Tantrums is the name of that. Oh, Two of that? Us by the Beatles from the Let It Be album. 
Oh, yeah. Number one album. And with, who could forget Yin Yang Twins? <laughs> Go ahead and start and make the kitchen part and we'll show why you twerk. Now, yesterday, Chewy, you were trying to get management to buy us a $1,200 toilet from Japan mm-hmm. that you say recognizes you when you walk up and it lifts the lid. It warms the seat, and then it has a little wand that comes down and washes your uh, washes your backside. Yeah, yeah, and dries whatever you need it to do. So I can uh, I want to one up you. Okay, I don't know how, but Kohler's newest toilet finally brings Alexa and Google to your backside. The what? pure wash bidet seat. Is as standard as any other, but you can talk to it. It's heated, it has adjustable temperatures and water pressure, comes in white or black to match your bathroom style, and also features a voice activation via Amazon's Alexa or Google Assistant. Hmm. Alexa, wash my ass. I mean, and they could make it fun too. I don't know. You can use your voice to command the spray pressure. Alexa, deeper. You can also use your voice to turn on the air dryer. Yes, it has an air dryer that blows nice warm air on your backside or your your hooch. The Spa Viva Hand Shower is another new release. It's a micro bubble shower. Uh, I don't care about that part. I just want to talk about the Kohler has made a bidet seat that you can attach to your toilet that uses Alexa. I would. Do you want? No, I don't Alexa want Alexa listens to know. at all times. Right. right. Don't want her to know. Do you want Alexa in your bathroom knowing what's going on? I mean, I. The thing about it is, we hate on the algorithms and people listening to us, but it's improving our lives. Explain. Well, they're suggesting, obviously, hey, here's some uh, roughage that you might want to eat, or hey. You got too much of this in your diet, or not enough of this, or hey, buddy, you need to go get checked, because I think you might have something in there. Immediately when you're done, though, you know, immediately after that, when you pick up your phone, it's going to start advertising more food to you. Burger King. Well, yeah, but it might recommend healthy stuff, too. Where I'm Yeah, people love that. Uh, and again, preventative care, and people have less hemorrhoids and things like that when they're doing these toilets. It's, it's all for health. I mean, we could really sell this to the company. All right, if you believe so. I, I know so. So Okay. Um, That's it. It's not a deep story. I just noticed it on the way into work this morning that Kohler's now making a bidet that you can add to your toilet that is uh, connected to the internet. Enough with that. Enough with those TV screens on the refrigerator. I just want an ice maker that works. I just wanted a toilet that flushes. I don't need, I don't need the internet everywhere. Mm-hmm. I sound like guys. Good news. I hate the future. Break Tech will be here in one minute and thirty-four seconds. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's good news. We missed a big birthday, guys. Uh oh. We missed. I don't know how we missed this. Being here in the a, building. A media. No. Listen, it's our job to keep on top of this stuff. We I mean, we're supposed to not only entertain, but we're supposed to inform. What was Sunday, January 22nd? What's today? The 25th. So three days ago, we missed it. Sunday, January 22nd, 1984. An important birthday. Uh, is that the day that the We Are the World came out? No. Good guess, though, Matt. A person Good. was born? 
I didn't say person, did okay. I? No, he said what, what, what was a birthday of something. Something was created January 22nd, January 1984. And we missed the celebration. We missed the anniversary. It's a big one. Will it be an obscure band? Nobody That's 40 knows. years ago. Something got to get. Oh, is that the beginning of the Traveling Woolberries? No, I'll give you some more hints. Sunday, 22nd January, 1984, the Los Angeles Raiders were taking on the Washington Redskins. The game ended 38-9 to in favor of the Raiders in Super Bowl XV-111. What is that, 8? Super Bowl that couldn't have been. That couldn't have been the first halftime show. Super Bowl 18. And it wasn't the first Puppy Bowl, I don't think. It wasn't the birth of Earl. Morning, Earl. He might have been born. Uh, I can't whistle either, so thank okay. you. Thank you. See, the closest I can get to a whistle is that is it. That was Earl. not even yeah. That yeah, just that's, yeah, you can't cat call. No. Uh, there was an important commercial during that game that aired. Uh, oh, it must have been that for the, the Mac computer. The Mac computer. Forty years ago, on the twenty second, we missed it. 40 yeah. year, 40th anniversary. They were leaning into the whole idea of 1984 and that the Mac computer was going to release us all from being uh, boring. Zombies. Zombies. zombies yeah. like, I'd celebrate know. if I could afford one. I had, did you guys have the first one? No. I did. You did? Really? Yeah. Because I worked for the University of Texas at that time, 1984. I was working at the Irwin Center and there right. was a program where we could get... Uh, the University of Texas, I think, is one of the first universities that like sell them. And you could buy them through the university, so I had to have. You know me; I'm an early oh. adopter. Is that I think why it was like fifteen hundred bucks in nineteen eighty four dollars? Is that why they opened dollars. up pre sales for the whatever their Google Glass stuff is? What's mm-hmm. it called? Vision Pro or something? Yeah. Didn't they start on Sunday taking orders Probably. for that stuff? Maybe they. Uh, yeah, maybe that's why they did it on the twenty second. Would is there any part of you? I don't think it's aimed at us. I understand that, but thirty five hundred dollars for a VR headset. Would I mean, you? you could have a live script right in front of you reading, you know, like a teleprompter. As right, but you'd have to wear those things. You mean yeah. like we were going to wear the, yeah. the... Well, you don't have a teleprompter. Well, let's lean... We've got connections at Apple. Let's lean in and see if we can't get them lo- up. Three of them loaned to us for a week, and we wear them and figure out if it's worth it. Try yeah. to drive in them. Yeah, let's get three Tesla trucks, too. <laughs> drive those and while we're at it, as long as we're getting cool yeah. stuff, uh, one of those robot you know, dogs. I'd like to know what it's like to have a gold MIT. brick. Anyway, yeah, I had that first one. I had that first Mac, and then then I remember it was Mac Plus and Mac and all the different versions that came on it. But it was fun. It was cool. Mm. I a lot of people didn't like it. Hey guys, I mean it was the first of. Go ahead. Whatever. Because I didn't have any software or anything like that at the time. McPaint. I was good in McPaint, which was basically a glorified Etch-A-Sketch. It was wild. I remember my cousin having one, and then we would just print out random pictures of, like, Mm -hmm. a lion that was kind of (laughs) semi... It wasn't even... I know. It was just pixel. God, life was so basic and easy just 40 years ago. But you were amazed. Amazed. I know you were amazed. I was amazed. Now I'm mad when I can't load Instagram again or refresh. And that sound, that... Was that the first time we heard that startup sound? That one? No, that's the the You Got Mail. I don't know where that even came from. All right, who's next? 
Who's next? All right, going around the the hub. What do you got there for us, Chew? Uh, let me see. Now I want to rebranch. Natasha Legero. Oh, she's a stand-up comedian. She is. Wait a minute, Natasha. Uh, we should have had her in here, but she's. Uh, how do you spell that? Not. I know how to spell Natasha. You're Italian. You should know how to spell Legero. L e g g e r r o. I would go with. Um, so Natasha, I think, did a show with Burt Kreischer, who you know is infamous for going shirtless. I do know that Burt Kreischer is infamous for going shirtless. Well, and Natasha was just here, what, last weekend here at Cap City? Mm -hmm. So was Burt. Yeah. Uh, so they did a show, I think it was at the, uh, can you recognize the bricks back there? That's not the comedy. Beverly Hills? Is Uh, that the improv? Might be the improv. Yeah, I think it might be Bud Friedman's improv improv. or whatever. Uh, Oh, so she took her shirt off? Yeah, so she went topless. And I think, I don't know, I think some people weren't as supportive as she would have liked. or I don't know what what the improv had to say about it because I don't know. Look, you're somebody that is in the comedy scene game. You know, you've had a a, a club. I'm also in the uh, Mommy Milkers Club, so. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what this was seen as. I, I know that Cap City, I mean, have they, I don't know, come down on anybody or banned anybody? Well, they, Cap City uh, fired they, they, uh, Doug Stanhope a long time yeah, ago. He was fired. he shaved something he could come back, right? on the edge of the stage. Well, he had a he had a woman come up to the stage and she shaved his, uh, his junk. Is that a video? Yeah. It's a TMZ video. It's TMZ, so they're going to play a little ad. and An ad stack. So what's happening? People are saying that a woman shouldn't take her time. Now, there could be a different legal thing as well, because if you have female nudity where alcohol is sold, it changes the law. And is she just trying to make a point about the sexist double standard? Yeah, they said it caught everyone off guard. Um, And so Okay, I see Bert's getting off stage with his shirt off. Yeah, uh, in the world, I am, I am jealous of her husband because he gets to live with her. She is that hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, Natasha Lucero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bert's bringing out Natasha. Here she comes. All right. She's coming out. To, oh, she's got out a fur coat and a dress. She drops the fur coat. She's dancing around a little bit. She drops down, and then she just takes the top right off. People having a good time with it. I think they're having a good time, but I don't know if responses on Twitter were the same. Because she responded with something. I couldn't find it. I got it centered. I got it censored now. So um, yeah. yeah, so uh, com- comics, Whitney Cummings, Bill Bellamy, they're all coming to her defense. Like this is Why wouldn't they come to her defense? Well, our, our, what would you have to defend? She's at a comedy club, and that's a funny bit. I... I couldn't agree more. You brought I it in, so for, who's saying anything? I'm all for it. Well, the fact that anybody has to defend her, but I think the comedy club wasn't happy about that. Oh, the club got mad and I said she can't the, perform there or whatever? I don't know if they said that, but I don't... I mean, you're right. It may be have to do with law and things like that. I'm I mean, to find her tweet. They I have to follow. You got, a, you got a liquor license. You have to... But the improv has always been a rulesy club. God, they're rulesy. That's that Bud Freeman. It is. That damn Bob Freeman and his He's rules. Just, and his rules. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dan Mayer, he had a lot of rules. Uh, I'm trying to find what she said exactly. That's funny. Yeah, I think that'll I think that'll all wash over in a hurry. She said she was trying to make a point. Yeah, which was? 
But them things still look good? I mean, if the boys can do it, why can't the girls? Natasha said as the crowd cheered. Um, she put on her ticket book. Bert took his shirt off, so I did too. The improv said not to post, but TMZ already did. So I think the improv was mad that they posted that with improv in the back or whatever. I don't think you can tell TMZ what to do. Yeah, I don't I don't think you, I don't but also, know. I don't think you can tell Natasha Legere. I don't think you can tell a comic what to do. Who has any kind of gravitas. And when you're new in the business and you're afraid of clubs, you'll do all the stuff that they ask. And guess what? Most of the time what clubs ask you to do is stuff that's not good for your career. But it's good for them to sell drinks and not have a problem. She wrote I, on Instagram. That's why I didn't see it. Yeah. Well, good for her. I was. I mean, I can remember you'd go to clubs and be like, hey, I don't want you to do... you. I would No material about sex or about drugs or about partying. And I was like, what What are you talking about? And they're like, well, that's just for the headliner only. The business is laughter. The only thing you should be monitoring are the amount of laughs that are going on. That's well, it. you say that, but that's also creepy because I know of a club where the, the manager would stand in the back and mark down and count your laughs to find out if they were bringing you back or not. There are a lot of people in the club business that know nothing about, that are humorless. Let's just put it that way. Right. There are people in the comedy business that are humorless I know a club that he would perform at, and they had these uh, comment cards. And they asked you to rate every single comic at the end of a show. Rate them from one to five. And then he would take the ratings, and then this club owner, who would never perform stand-up, when you had to go get your check, would go over your ratings, your average, and talk to you about your set and, and what you needed to do to bring your rating up. So that guy managed to chill cheddars or something. Yeah, think like about that. it. He was trying to it, <laughs> he was trying to rate your comedy based on drunks at the end of the night filling stuff out for whatever reason. But and it was just like uh, stage presence one through five, funny one through five, and overall one through five. Which are just like where did you grab those? Where did you grow, grab those scientific check marks from? Mm. And then he at the end he'd be like, well, here's the thing. Uh, you fell below 3.5 in uh, creativeness, and uh, we want to talk to you about that. It's like, what? Dude. Creative. Dude, you're... The you thing, don't even, the thing is, is he didn't own the club. He was the manager of the club. Like, dude, you're... How many you different literally, categories were there? Was you there were a like hostess. Appearance. You were a host at a Bombay Bicycle Club for two years, and then you got pulled over here and worked your way up to manager. You don't know anything about comedy. Give me my check. I gotta go. I mean... You weren't original enough. Can't get your check. No, I always did okay. It was just a very weird thing to sit down and, yeah, and have an a air check. And have a guy talk to you about your comedy and I always wanted to be like, What but I was young and I wanted to be invited back, so I go, Okay, Steve, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Okay, yeah, I'll keep that in mind next time. Because I wasn't a big enough mm-hmm. name to be able to go over to just head. walk out. Yeah. And the thing is is back then there wasn't an Instagram to prove how much you were liked by something, it really was just, did the club like you or not? And I would do really well in some bigger cities, but then I would go to some yeehaw clubs in the middle of nowhere. I love yeehaw clubs. And my jokes didn't always work that great. And then they'd be like, hey, man, you really need to work on, how come you don't say the N-word more on stage? Ranking the the, the comics attributes is wild, but I kind of get the whole, like, all right, who's getting the laughs? Who's Who am I more likely to invite back? And I, I, that might not be good to judge a comic based off just one night, I suppose. I, but I had a club tell me they wouldn't invite me back. They started the show an hour and a half late. Then they put on four extra acts. They were like, well, people want an extra show. So when I went up to headline, the show had already, was already just over three hours long when I went up to headline. 
and the guy that was in front of me did all this like super well, all the stuff that Cat Williams was talking about, how mm-hmm. people used to steal from each other. Yeah. He did all their comics jokes. I recognized them. And he was like having sex with a stool and doing all this crazy stuff, and it was over the top. And then I had a hard time following. I got to admit that I had a hard time following him. And he was like, yeah, you, you're not going to be invited back. You can't headline. You, you couldn't follow that guy. And I was like, you're right. I couldn't follow the guy who took the best jokes from all the guys. And I was like, that guy literally, he's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where he got his jokes from. It's about entertaining the audience. Wow. I will say this. That club's no longer open. The owner was arrested and went to jail for manufacturing methamphetamine. So I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's still about the product. <laughs> that was a sweet, uh, sweet victory to get later on. Tasha ended with. Should female comics be able to do the same things as male comics? Because I've also been thinking about trying to F my opener. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really funny joke, dude. That's, That's inside. For the comic world, yeah. It's very inside, but also very good. Uh, I like it. I don't think she's mad. I don't think she gives an F. And she's already made it to the point where she doesn't have to. Yeah, she doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah. And that is the thing that I think that... that, Now, that's one of the reasons that I always loved Cap. I thought all clubs, you know, Margie, the whole staff there, it was so great that when I first started going on the road, I thought, oh my God, it's just going to be week after week of going to these wonderful clubs around. And I didn't realize that Cap City was one of the best clubs in the nation. Because that's the only kind of big club, that big A room mm-hmm. that I knew. Mm-hmm. And then you went on the road and realized, like, oh, so many of these places are run horribly, yeah. horribly, yeah. or you're, you're, you, you, there was no respect for you whatsoever as the comic. They could care less about you. You're just a product. You're just a product. And it sucked. It sucked. It really did. Oof. Oof. I don't, don't want to go back there. Oof. I don't want to go back there. That's why I never went on the road. Yeah. It's my excuse. Uh, we support Natasha, though. We do. Please, freedom and things wherever you please. Come on, come on. <laughs> now it's going to be like the old movies where there's going to be every show now, there's going to be a, a line of cops with billy clubs at the back of the room. Here's what I don't know. Are we coming off, off as supporting women because you believe I don't know in, a, what we're, in a woman's right to be herself? Or are you supporting her because you believe in seeing boobs? I can't be both. I, my worry is that maybe you're not both. My worry is maybe you just care about the boobs more, and then that might actually cut down. That might actually take out your argument that you see women as people, people with boobs. I, I can see them as people and objects. <laughs> see, I don't know how that hurt. That I don't. I'm not sure if that's helping or hurting the argument. That is an object with feelings, like the little toaster, the brave little toaster. <laughs> he was just a toaster, but he had feelings. He had heart. Any of them nice. And them, yeah. <laughs> what's, the and toast, them, what's up with them things? What's the toast popped out? <laughs> Ooh, get a bite of that. I'm just kidding, later. Are you just kidding? Yeah. Uh, we got a full show tomorrow. Uh, guests coming in here. We God, have, we've, had a, we've had a week of guests, huh? Yeah. Lamont, Dr. Hot Dog? Dr. Hot Dog is in tomorrow to talk about uh, another the, round of the playoffs. Okay. Lamont Landers will be here tomorrow around this time at 9 o'clock. Oh, man, I cannot. It, that's, it's confirmed. That's, that's confirmed. It's confirmed as a last night. No, this la- guy's got the golden voice, man. Yeah, last night it was confirmed to me that Lamont. Well, uh, here's what's confirmed to me. He's doing a show in Houston the night before. Uh-huh. And what was confirmed to me is uh, Lamont has agreed to come and we're doing everything we can in our power to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand. It, you it never also, know with the road. What, you know, what, Bob and I will sing some soul if he doesn't if come If he doesn't in. come in, we'll do sitting on the dock of the bed. I'll whistle. I'll do the whistling part. Yeah, what was also said is, hey, the nope. show may not be over till 3 a.m. when it's all said and done and we get out of there, and we may not 
I don't want to put my artist in jeopardy by driving them straight across the, the state overnight and coming in. You know what I mean? But the thing is, is that all effort is being made to have Lamont in the studio tomorrow, who is a guy we, we found uh, two weeks ago, I think, on online mm-hmm. and is an incredible artist and does not look like his voice. I'm sounds. excited because this is my bag. I love, I'm, love the soul music. That's where Bob and I bond. So. Also, I have some big giveaways for uh, uh, Brian Adams tickets tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We have like a, a like four days worth of tickets that we just found out about. So we get to give them all away in a big blast tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, feels okay. like the summer of 69 right now. Check out information about all the stuff uh, on our Instagram page, Matt and Bob FM. That's Matt and Bob FM. The excitement is building for the return of ACL Radio's Blues on the Green this year. Mark your calendar for two nights of music, food, and fun, Tuesday, June 11th and Wednesday, June 12th. We want to thank all of our sponsors, specifically Circuit of the Americas, for helping to keep ACL Radio's Blues on the Green free and open to the public in Zilker Park. Blues on the Green is an Austin tradition, and we look forward to seeing you again this summer. 